This is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and you are listening to the Bob Culture Podcast. Very special double or nothing your best. panel episode of the BCP Shameless Promo bought, brought to you by the standalone wrestling women's division I Am Legend Saturday, June 11th, 2022 at the Boys and Girls Club, totally not reading this, of Union County. And guys, uh, get your tickets now. They're available on Eventbrite. Very excited. I'll be calling all the action. Shameless promo aside, let's welcome in our all-elite stellar panel. First, welcome in the goodest brother, the co-host with the most, the number one Johnny Wrestling fan in the world, the most goodest in the world, brother, the most bestest spelling, smelling I, I, I guess I'm the EST of this podcast. That's right? it, man. Uh, anything anything interesting happened this month, man? How you been? Eh, not really. No? Same old, same old? Just got a cold. That's about it. That, yeah, okay, that's it, yeah. Shameless promo. Um, and please welcome to the show, you know him, as hashtag lay editor-in-chief of thepopbreak.com, hashtag dad Bodkin. He is the wise, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bill Bodkin. What up, Bill? How are you? I'm back, talking about good stuff, so I probably won't get really angry on this podcast, which is going to be really great, as opposed to the last time you had me on, where I just questioned my reason to live, why I've been doing this for so long. This gives me life. I'm very happy to be here. And also not the only one with some gray in his hair either, so I'm really... Really, I love the solidarity here. That's S- Silver it. Fox, Silver Fox is on this podcast. <laughs> That's it. That's I have it. called that in the middle. Look at Warren over there with. Look at this. Good eyes. Oh yeah, no, no. I got, got a lot of height. I'm gonna dye my hair. I'm just gonna dye my hair. I'm just gonna look like Billy Idol. And, and you know what? Let's welcome him in now. You know him from Bell to Bells. You know him from the Mr. Warren Hayes show, which is one of my favorites. Man, he is really ahead of his time. This guy is great. I love watching your show. Please welcome back to the show. We are not worthy. Our good friend, Mr. Warren Hayes. Warren, welcome in, man. How are you, bro? No, th- I, I'm doing great. Thank you very much for 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 having me back. It's been too long. Uh, and I'm really excited to be here. Uh, kind of like Bill said, there's a lot of good stuff. There's going to be a lot of smiling, a lot of cheering. There's not going to be a lot of internal frustrations being <laughs> vented. No, it, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me back. Of course, man. Anytime. Dude, dude it's an honor, man. I've been waiting a while, man. And uh, it's just an honor to have you here. Kyle Masters in the chat saying, nice layout. Kyle, one of our best friends. We'll have you back on the show soon for making this layout, man. I appreciate you all your help. And, and uh, welcome your new puppy, Moxley. Uh, so shout out to Moxley. Nice. Very great name. And uh, I, can't, I hope to meet Moxley one day. Wild thing. But someone else that we always love to run into, we cross paths with. She is the icon working with an icon. We saw her in Baltimore. So the, hold cool. on, where's the list? She works for Damage 365 Promotions. <laughs> she is Maria Canelsa's personal protege. She gets beat up by Thunder Rosa. I think she's friends with Britt Baker now. She works for the Popbreak.com. She works for the BCP. You know her from Kimmy Talks Wrestling. The list goes on and on. Please welcome in the goodest sister, Miss Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. So cool. Kimmy, what up? Well, that's me, and I, I have a message from Kyle to you. He actually texted me this. He told me to tell you yes. that he's very mad at you, that you didn't let him on the show, and that he's going oh. to shame value the next time that he is here. We so. would, we would, if Kyle was on his podcast, we'd be here till third, next yeah. Thursday. 
Well, the I'm just telling you what he told me. To, I'm just telling you what he told me to say. But before we do get started, there is something really important: is that today is my dad's 11-year cancer yes. remission anniversary. Mr. So, so yes, cool. so cool. All the, the reason why we're I all here. To say that. Yeah, that's, that, that's definitely not true, but okay. No, great, great chat. Uh, we love Mr. So Cool. We love seeing him as well. Um, that's amazing, guys. Lots that's, to cover here. Let's get into it. Uh, the thing that we always say we love about All Elite Wrestling is it's very unpredictable. You know, just coming off the show tonight, we saw the ending. I thought between Joe and Kyle O'Reilly, it, it really could have gone either way. It, yeah, you know, I, the real winners are the fans. I, I really thought it was going to be Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, so... But, uh, you know, we saw what One happened day. there. Kyle kind of faded at the end. This tournament we match. were just talking about, it has been great. The booking is stellar because I'm of the mindset that wrestling has evolved. doesn't always have to be face versus heel, and they've really capitalized on that. A lot of dream matches. We talked about it at the con. Jeff versus Darby. Yes. Jeff versus Adam Cole, which is unfortunately a race Dante Martin versus line. Ray Phoenix. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Great matches. This tournament yes. on the men's side particularly has been booked very, very well. I love the matches. I'm... I'm I feel that the Adam Cole Hardy one was rushed due to time constraints. That being said, really great matches. Uh, the real winners, the fans, and right now we have Samoa Joe taking on Adam Cole Bay Bay to win the Owen Hart uh, Cup tournament. And guys, don't forget this is for a charity. Let's not forget the cause here. So see what you guys can do to contribute to that. Warren, I'm going to throw it to you. Your thoughts on this being the matchup and who's going to win this tournament? I want to say that I predicted this outcome. My predictions have been. 100% spot on. This guy. Call Undertaker. Me. Just give me, give me the pencil. Just give. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you know, I can, I, I can, I can make it happen. But uh, no, I, I, this is, the, this is what I had called for the end. It, it's weird to me that a lot of people were like, I oh, know it's gonna be Adam Cole and Kyle Riley, and, like, <laughs> and I'm like, Adam Cole and Kyle Riley haven't had a, a good match like since 2012. You know, like, it, thank like, you. You know, really, and I was not excited for that prospect, and uh, and I'm glad they went this route. Like, look, you're bringing Samoa Joe in. He is a star. People love him. You, of course, you're going to put him on your pay per view, and you're going to put him on your pay per view with Adam Cole, who is one of the biggest stars in your company right now. One of the guys who is the most over in the company right now. Of course, you're going to do that. You're not going to. And nothing against Kyle O'Reilly because I adore Kyle O'Reilly, but Kyle is will be much better served in other spots. Than, than this one here. Uh, I'm. Th this is the match that I wanted as far as the men's tournament goes. I'm stoked for it, absolutely. And as far as and as far as you know, the whole tournament in and about itself. Outside the fact that I felt like the booking was slapdash a little bit, I don't feel like it was really thought through. We got some great matches though. I thought it was very good. Oh, very interesting, Bill. AEW man, that's your bread and butter. What do you think? Yeah, it's uh, like a nice, uh, a nice warm pumpernickel with uh, butter. Like there you get it in mouth. That's my bread and butter right Speak there. My language well, now. That's the it's a love language is bread, and it's also my death language. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword, man. It is. It really is. You gotta you gotta watch the sweets, as they say in uh, Step Brothers. Anyway, um, and take a baby aspirin. Okay, now it's a good good. Yeah, um, you know. Bruce's heart, heart, Let, uh, let's keep heart going. I love this bit so far. Let's keep going. Let's keep yeah. Going. So, um, it tastes like, you know, it tastes like onions, but it's just anyway. Um, <laughs> so I can do this all night, guys. Oh, it's, it's a movie, Kimmy. Don't worry. Um, so I, uh, Adam, Kyle O'Reilly, um, Adam Cole was too early. Uh, like we've always built it and it's, it would have been too soon. Because we just had Fair like enough. these, these trilogy of matches in NXT. Yeah. Took way too long. They were so long. 
they guy god and i don't mind long matches but these were just like christ like cut about 20 minutes out and you're good but it would have been too fast they're the undisputed elite they just started we we don't need to tease dissent this isn't wwe we don't need to tease dissension this quick mm. like let let it let it let it build let it That's simmer fair. give this give this to me in a year or two that's fine but joe and adam cole's money because you also we don't know how long Samoa Joe is going to be in AEW. That is, yeah. He's been doing this for a long time. So you want to maximize what you have with Samoa Joe. And that mm-hmm. final was just money. And uh, I'll give my prediction later. I, I do think some of the booking of the tour, I like the the plans for them, like the qualifiers. I thought were good. Yes. Darby yeah. being the best of them. I also thought it exposed a little bit of the lack of depth in the women's division as they were pulling in like, Daniela Camella and one of the renegade twins who I think they should sign them anyway. Um, you know, showing they were the qualifiers as opposed to Darby Allen and Swerve, you know, like a, that's a high profile match. I also thought the Darby Allen Jeff Hardy match while great was rushed. Like, why did we go to that so soon? Um, that should have been built up more in my opinion, but the great match loved it. Uh, and I like this match. I remember I was like, I don't know how this match is going to be. And it, it was a it was a big surprise for me, and this this is the money match, Cole and Smojo. Yeah, very well said, man. Uh, Kimmy, before I throw it to you, just welcome in the chat, Kyle Masters. We shout him out. Uh, Bubba John saying, "Hansa Bubba has arrived." Uh, Ray from Respect the Crap Podcast, Wes Evans, Anthony Guerrero, Alex Watt, guys, welcome in. Let us know who you have, and your buddy Robert Stone. The Robert Stonebrand is here, Brand. saying Joe's gonna kill you. Joe's He's not wrong. Kill you. Kimmy, who's winning this one? Oh, we're, we're doing predictions. Oh, oh, I was gonna give a, oh, we got a lot yeah. of ground to cover. Yep. Oh, he's really rushing us today. Jesus. Well, I was going to give my controversial take of how I hated both builds to the Dude, tournament. Please. I thought the, to- I thought the tournament. The I thought both tournaments slacked. I told Bill that I hated the women's bracket. I thought it was weak as hell. I thought it could have been better. I was upset about how short the tournament was. I I was very upset by this. Anyway, I think Adam Cole is going to win because I think it yeah. makes the most sense because everyone's going to screw Samoa Joe over as they should because he's in the middle of a very intense feud and they need to figure out what they're doing with Ring of Honor because you can't make all of your AEW roster Ring of Honor champions. You need to separate both brands. That is one problem I have with Tony Khan at the moment. Well, he doesn't have a TV show yet. No, I know, but like he needs like when's the next Ring of Honor pay per view? Because I was told it was happening tomorrow, like a month ago. That was the plan. I hate to break it to your source. Yeah, wrong, wrong again. I know. Thanks. <laughs> oh, we have a new nickname for him. I have to text you. Always wrong. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's Triple H, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, Jimmy. It, it's, it's Paul. Paul L. I hope he's oh. doing well, by the way. I really yeah, hope so. It's so Daniel. Well. No, my source is Daniel Garcia. Let's be real, guys. There, I knew it. I oh, knew it. Uh, Warren doesn't know that I should. Jimmy and Daniel oh. Garcia have this long, very long-term storytelling, very relationship that's going to happen one day. That's I think there's a officiating the wedding. I am. I am an officiant. <laughs> oh, that's um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I love me some long-term storytelling. I can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait for the payoff. Oh. Um, you know, anyway. So many jokes, uh, but yeah, I uh, I also go Adam Cole. I think he's going all the way on this one. That's it. And before we throw it to Goodest Brother Warren, you're going with Adam Cole as well, baby. Uh, before I throw it to you, man, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna go Adam Cole for the reasons you guys mentioned. Uh, we know Joe doing a lot with ROH. Adam Cole, you know, he was my pick, and we'll talk about Hangman in a little bit to become champion. If you guys count the number of times either Punk or Adam Cole have opened Dynamite, it is ridiculous. That Smart stat's got to gotta do be it, crazy. Though. That's the crowd pop. I'd do the same thing. I don't want to say this is a consolation prize because this is a pretty epic win. I think it's perfect for Adam Cole. It makes sense. 
Um, I know Martha Hart has a little bit of, of um, her hands in the booking, and it's very cool to see her smiling about wrestling. Yeah, and it was, it was great to see the whole family on, on it, Dynamite it's, a few weeks ago. It's back. really cool, man. It's one of those never-say-never never things. And again, don't forget, forget about the charitable cause, uh, mm-hmm. everybody. That being said, I have to go Adam Cole. makes a lot of sense. And this would probably be just like a milestone win for his career. And what a great match. It's this the is first ever. Be. It's the first ever Owen Hart Cup. That's it, man. What do you got? Uh, I... I, I I do agree with the women's side. It wasn't really as good. I have been enjoying the men's side. I really enjoy just the fantasy booking, the the, the fantasy matches. Like I, I didn't think I'd see Jeff and Adam Cole. I didn't th- think I'd see Jeff and Darby Allen. Uh, Samoa Joe versus uh, Johnny Elite now as he's going by. Uh, good, good, good Joker pick. Um, but yeah, Adam Cole wins this. It just makes a whole bunch of sense. Uh, it's going to be a very hard-hitting match. I'm actually looking really forward to that match, though. But it's going to be Adam Cole. Yeah, and again, I've really enjoyed uh, this tournament in the book. Yeah. I mean, that being said, a lot of my favorite guys, Ray Phoenix, Jeff. Like I said, Dante Cole, Martin, Ray Phoenix was uh, amazing a few weeks ago. Yeah, my only complaint about some of these matches, not enough time. Yeah. That's a good problem to have, man. Uh, it's been very good. Let's take it to the women's side of things. Uh, Kimmy, we talked about this over at Baltimore uh, Conway. You can check out our interview with uh, Mr. Johnny Gargano. Shameless promo. Check that out. Um, but, Kimmy, we talked about this. Now I believe it's Chris versus Ruby to find out who takes out who you pick to win goodest brother Britt baker kimmy your thoughts on this one oh i mean that's my girl that's my whole ass friend over there she paid she paid you off didn't she listen i'm not saying she paid me off i'm just saying she gave me 40 dollars as a tip you know you can take whatever you want with that information <laughs> okay, okay. so i we, said that by the way we've just yes. priced kimmy's opinions it could be purchased for two for 40 dollars so 220 is all right Keep that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if you want good opinions, $40. Anyway, so I said that I think Ruby and Britt should be the finals so Ruby could get the payoff from Grand Slam. However. I would love that. Britt's my whole friend, and I really don't like picking against her because it seemed like the last time that happened, there was a little bit of controversy between me and Thunder Rosa. So I'm going to pick Britt for the safe pick so she doesn't kill me. That's a sound logic. Thank you. I really try. Safe pick. That used to be my dating profile. I'm going to go with. Oh, um, oh my God. I'm going to go oh, with. Uh, right. That was vicious. That's the baby right there. <laughs> there it is. Um, it's, no, I'm really excited about Ruby versus Chris Statlander, former guest of the show, Shameless Promo. Um. But I man, that that could go either way. My only thought is that Chris, I really like the new attitude. Um, I do too. I think she's really fired up, and you've yes. seen she's just been putting in the work for months now. She's hungry. When we talked to her, she said she wasn't about like the titles and stuff like that. She just wants to make wrestling fun. That being said, a tournament win for her, I think, would be perfect. I'm a big fan. I would like to see her win this thing. But my thought is, uh, and I'm not going to say copy and paste, but it's similar to what Kimmy's saying. I think Ruby goes on to take, uh, (laughs) there it is, cheers. And uh, yeah, Ruby versus Britt. I think this is, I hate, I keep saying consolation prize and and that's, that's not the right term. I think because Ruby didn't win that TBS tournament, this is going to be where she wins. I don't think Britt needs it. That being said, I really want Chris Statlander to win this tournament and I want it to be Chris versus Britt. Which could happen. Goodest brother, you sticking with Britt? Yeah, I think uh, it, it does make sense, too, for Ruby to beat Statlander on Rampage and then to go on to win the tournament as kind of like a redemption with redemption. her time in, in, in WWE and, the and the, the, the build with her and Britt uh, at their match was really, really good. We saw the promo live and in person. 
Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my pick. I'm gonna still go with, with Britt. Yeah, sticking to your guns. I, I like that. Warren, the voice of reason, help us out here. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, no no pressure. Um, I I thought the um, uh, yeah I thought I thought the, uh, the 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 women's division. When I said earlier that I thought the tournament was slapdash, is that I feel like in previous tournaments offered from AEW, we got the brackets relatively ahead of time. We knew what was going on. I know there mm-hmm. were qualifiers, but we knew what these qualifiers were ahead of time. We were able to get excited about it, and that's what I really like about tournament wrestling. When you see the brackets, mm-hmm. and then you're able to go, ah, oh, yeah. I gotcha. right, I see. So that's why I feel like it's a, Tony Khan is like, uh, okay, uh, who we got? Who's on this week? We got we got nothing for Darby. Let's put him on. You know, it, I'm exaggerating, of course, but I feel like that's how the tournament was booked. Especially when you get with Jokers with the size of that that roster is kind of, fair point. Fair yeah. point. A little weird to me. Like it all felt a little you know hobbled together. That being on both sides, right? On the men and the women. That being said, I think the women. Look, I think there's two. Big redeeming qualities to come out, nonetheless. Uh, one being uh, uh, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter, which was the match of the tournament. Just yeah. absolutely excellent. Yeah. And Willow Nightingale getting over like crazy. Yes. And I think that that Very is a happy highlight. For Willow. Those are two highlights of this tournament. Yes. A low light is Britt Baker winning tonight. I love Britt Baker. Don't get me wrong. I am completely in with the uh, face of the division thing. I think that uh, I, I don't think the women's division would be where it is without uh, her, uh, or the work that she's put in. But she did not need this. She still does not need to go to the finals. And, you know, they're Ruby Sohoing Tony Storm right now is what they're doing. Bringing her in with a lot of pomp and circumstance. Ah, can pull the big one. So I'm starting to wonder what kind of sway <laughs> Britt has over the women's division at this point uh, to to be in, in in this in this spot. There would be, you know, someone on Twitter told me earlier when uh, when I said, you know, I don't think the right woman won, and they said we need time to miss Britt at this point. And I agree with that because you know, there's nothing there's nothing like just you know being out of the top spot. And God knows that we need a good mid card for the women. Britt could work the mid card for a while, you know, run through some fools there. Wouldn't be a problem. I think I think it's a missed opportunity to not have Tony at the in the finals against either Statlander or 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 Soho. Um, I I really don't think I I don't think the right woman won tonight. I'm a little disappointed that they're going with Britt in the finals. I I don't entirely disagree with that at all. Um, Bill, very interested your thoughts on this one. I have lots. Yeah. I have lots. I have theories and thoughts. Okay. So I I didn't like I wanted Tony to go to the finals, but I've been giving it some thought. And if Ruby is going to be your winner, there's no better way to rehab Ruby because remember she had that match with Jade was not good. I was there live. It wasn't good. Yeah. She had a rough run in the beginning of this year and has like she needs that redemption and she really fit, fits that Owen Hart, like underdog workhorse type yeah. vibe. And for her to beat the face of the division and become the first Owen winner, I think means more than her beating Chris Stadlin, uh, her more beating Tony Storm, Good point. who just came in. So I think if that's where they're going, 
that's great. Now, if Britt wins, that's like, uh, okay. Then they're going to do the Adam Cole, Britt Baker, Royal couple of yeah, power couple. W. Uh, I don't think we need it. Uh, but well, yeah, you're right. So I think if they're going to go with Ruby, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think Ruby's going to beat Chris Statlander because, and here's where Bill's Wild West Theory show comes in. It's <laughs> Jade and the baddies will cost Chris Statlander the match. Mm-hmm. Chris is eventually going to be the one to beat jade for the t uh, tbs title i'm here for that here's my theory jade will then fire smart mark sterling as her representative because he somehow ends up booking the match somehow with some ridiculous stipulation or does something to cost jade the match and then she brings in her new advisor the man himself mr stokely hathaway and we put the former malcolm bivens and now you have this is jade's and malcolm jade and the baddies this is jade's March to becoming the AEW Women's Champion before I'm the end of the year. For that, that's what I think. Love that's my grand, grand theory of the whole thing because I think that's a they wanted them together, and then he stayed in NXT. I think Mark Sterling, who's great as the, in the Bobby Heenan manager role, who could take yeah. the, the you know slip on the banana peel, take the pie in the face, can go as an, the attorney gimmick, can bounce around from heel to heel and get them over and do a great job there. So I ultimately, I think Ruby will be the one who wins. Of course, I'll probably be wrong, but um, I'm going to go with Ruby as my pick to win the whole Owen. That That's some fun, like, like fan booking, but it makes what a happened? lot of sense. I, I, I wouldn't check I would me if dude. Ruby won. because how are you going to have Jade lose that title? Like in any form or fashion, man, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense because it's going to propel her to that next level. Really well said. I welcome Chris Matthews in the chat. Bubba John saying he likes the new Chris Stag gimmick. Know, yeah, same thing. <laughs> like hard, he's playing hardball right now. Welcome in, uh, Ref <laughs> David Zubin. Guys, let us know in the chat who you have. Um, I do want to talk about this one. Thunder Rosa, who it was an honor just to shake her hand and yes. thank her for just everything she's done for independent and women's wrestling and meet her. Uh, someone you're very familiar with. I think uh, you had a little tension with uh, Kimmy over in Baltimore. If a I'm correct. little? Are you kidding? It was hot in that room. So. We'll, we'll show the video, I think, maybe uh, a little later. But uh, no, or not, or not. But that being said, this is an interesting feud. We've been talking about this for for months now, man. Just so good to see Thunder Rosa. Just first of all, she's amazing. Everything she's done. Uh, you know, check out the article I wrote, Best in the World on Pop Break, Shameless Promo. Um, she wins the title, and it's like we always say, like with a lot of people, like, what's next? Yes. Kind of a clunky, clunky, not even necessarily promos, but the feud, um, with Nyla, and now, like, she isn't really wrestling. And then Serena Deeb with that kind of a disconnect promo last time. She said some things that really hit, but, uh, and I was like, okay, here we go. But it, it's one of those things, man. And, and I'm of the thought, like, you don't always need a story, but right now, first of all, this match is going to be awesome. This yeah, could be a show. This is going to be an awesome match. Show, I think. But I'm not connecting. And that stinks because I love Thunder Rosa. And I think it's just, it, I don't think if it's even on her, on, on Busted Open, our, our good buddy Dave LaGreca said it perfectly. She's come on Busted Open and she'd said, like she's told her story and he's saying now is the time for her to come tell her story so we can connect with her. Um, and I, I think that makes sense. Like it's like Bill always says, like why, why am I cheering for you? Or why damn you? Like I'm not getting that from this. They're trying. Some of the stuff Serena said, there were some good one-liners, but other than that, I didn't connect. We brought Dustin in the mix. 
This promo tonight was a little bit of a saving grace for sure. Uh, when she with started the no face with the no face too. paint, I thought that's where she was going to tell her story. I'm like, oh, they're they're kind of listening to what they said on Busted Open. Um, that being said, this is going to be a really good match. I don't see Serena Deeb winning here. Um, I think Thunder just needs to. She's the champion. What's next? She needs to establish herself as a champion and, and make us connect. And I'm certain she can. If anyone can, it's Thunder Rosa. I'm a huge fan. I just don't think the booking particularly right now is, is doing her any favors. That being said, this match is going to be great when they're between the ropes. Everything else I'm a little a little clunky on, just calling it down the middle. Uh, Nunez, I know you we've been talking about I this, mean, bro. it's the same thing, and I'll get to it when we get to the, the, the triple threat tag team match. The, a, couple, a few of the champions just haven't really been featured at the, at the forefront Specifically, the tag champions too, but um, yeah, Thunder Rosa had the amazing win in the steel cage at her in her hometown, and it was great. And then she just wasn't really featured. She was not wrestling much. She had the match with Nyla Rose, like you said. Um, yeah, the, the story it's kind of not thrown together, but it I haven't really been hasn't really caught me. But the wrestlers themselves, Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, I know they're going to put on a great match. But with this one, I'm going with Thunder Rosa. She's going to get this big win on pay-per-view, and she deserves it. Yeah. Kimmy, 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 so cool. Um, again, take your, your personal relationships out of this one. What do you got for us? So all I'm going to say is this match will seal the show, and you're probably not going to see this, but it says scared to pick anyone but Thunder Rosa. There you go. <laughs> You should, you should blink you should, if you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Kimmy. Is Thunder Rosa there right trouble. now? Yeah. No, she's not. I'm in a lot of trouble. I see her in November and I don't know what's going to happen. I might not make it past Thanksgiving. Oh, man. No, I she'll let you go home to your family. I, I think. Thund- no, she won't. I, yeah. <laughs> I think Thunder's a great. I, I'll give her 60 bucks. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Up I'll the pay. Uh, Bill, help me out here. Oh, man. So um, I think AW has this one fault um when it comes they have other faults obviously but when they book really good wrestlers together sometimes i feel like they think like okay the match sells itself Ah. like this is gonna be a great match how much do we really have to put into it yeah and i serena deeb had a very good promo last week trying to really establish her motivation now it wasn't just like hey thunder rosa this is why i want to you suck i'm gonna beat you it this is like this is my motivation. This is what I'm doing. And today was, and, and you could tell Serena was, had a lot to say and it was very emotional for her. Yeah. To do. And that's why people were like, well, she didn't deliver it well. I'm like, yeah, imagine you going out in front of thousands of people when admitting some very personal shit. And that's not something you do very often. She's not CM Punk or Cody Rhodes who that's their MO, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but I think it's also thunder was hurt. So they were keeping her off. They could have uh, been more. That, that explains been, a lot. They could have been more creative what she done, but I think tonight, this promo, I think, I hope, this is my hope, that this is the turning point of her. Like, this is a milestone promo yes, for Yes, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, too. the no face paint, I'm going to put the war paint on in order to show you how bad I am and how I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to haunt you forever. And it might have been to Kimmy, but it was mostly to Serena Deeb. <laughs> and I, that's, I think we're now going to see... I think they're going to start really cultivating that personality with Thunder Rosa. And now that the forbidden door is open, she has said, I want to go defend us elsewhere. And now if she's healthy, I'm hoping this is going to be AAA, Stardom, Tokyo Joshi Pro. Even if they're coming to AEW, 
getting that in, getting more people to make it more of a women's world title, defending it around the world or defending against international competition. I think that's huge. And I think this will be a turning point for her. Ultimately, what I really want from this match and just for me is I want Thunder Rosa to win via a roll up or an inside cradle. She hooks it and, you know, deep kicks out at two and a half, three and a half. And she's just like, I was screwed. And if I had another minute and they somehow work this into making the first AEW Iron Woman match between these two, the first Iron Man, the first Iron match they did between Kenny and Pac is one of my favorite AEW matches of all time. I think those two, Serena and Thunder, in a 30-minute match, either to open or close a dynamite, I think would be excellent. And ultimately, I am sometimes a very selfish person when it comes to wrestling, and that's what I want to see, and I think a lot of other people would want to see it. That this is match is going to be great. Wow. Serena Deeb shows up on pay-per-views. Yes. Remember, last year at Double Nothing, she opened the show, and she that was the beginning of her real beginning of her heel turn. She was excellent against Riho. She's going to be great here tonight. And... Um, I really, I really want that Iron Woman match. And I, I can see <laughs> because they need to start establishing more and more for the women. And also it, it's time. Like, I think they need that international talent coming in because again, it's a short bench. They still have not filled that out yet in AEW. They're expanding the roster, but it, they need more quality players on the team. If JR always talks about fucking football, so I'll do it too. They need more. They need more quality names. They need that Candice LeRae and other free agents to come in to bolster that roster, give more time. I know Chris is like, yay. Uh, but yeah, they need, yeah, sure. I, they need more. And I think, I hope this is the beginning of Thunder Rosa, uh, a glorious run to Thunder Rosa before eventually dropping it to Jade. Because they need Thunder to be at her strongest and at her biggest to lose to Jade just to make Jade even bigger. Yes. I love what you said, Bill. In rare form today, my man. Me Uh, too. That iron. That's why. That Iron Woman match sounds amazing. It really does. Uh, uh, Zubin in the chat saying Thunder Rosa is going to win. Uh, Izzy from the Izzy words. Welcome in, Izzy. Saying oh, all, funny. saying all the champion. No, not that Izzy. Um, saying all the champions feel second billing to their counterparts. Uh, in- interesting, interesting take. Warren, what's your thought here? Um, <clears throat> I um, I, I'm I'm going to echo the sentiments of about Serena Deeb's promo and all of that but you know i think i think that it was a question of because here's where i want to play off of bill here a little bit i think it wasn't a i think all of what she said was great content Mm -hmm. and i think it was just poorly executed right like you had some really good ideas you had some really good foundations but the delivery was eh, you know it's like you know i'll you know i'll make you a cheese sandwich but it ends up being, you know, like, you know, I'll make you a cheese sandwich. That's what I want to make you. But it turns out to be, you have know, two slices of Wonder Bread and, a, you know, and a craft single kind of thing. Okay, it's a cheese sandwich, but it's not necessarily what I was expecting. Um, you can have a high bar for cheese, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. I was about yeah, to say, do. I ate that before. You um, But the, po- <laughs> the point is that, um, you know, the, what, see, I think sometimes, most of the time, Wrestling booking is simple, should be simple in its execution. We like to overthink it. What is the motivation for Serena Deeb to fight Thunder Rosa? She's got the goddamn title. That's all we need, honestly. That's really all we need. And when it comes to a match like this, which I do feel 
you have the people to put on a great match and that's really all you need you should lean into their strengths and the build-up as opposed to trying to put them in situations where they might not feel very comfortable yeah. such as playing you know a back and forth promo segment off of each other which that as well was a little clunky wasn't exactly fluid you know so you know i this is what i i i, I fascinated me in this build-up months ago weeks ago we had serena deep coming out every week doing the deep challenge i'm gonna yes, squash I miss that. over two minutes right this is what you do with Serena Deeb into the build-up yeah. to this. You bring, not without necessarily calling it the challenge, but Serena Deeb is known for being a kick-ass wrestler. You, why put a microphone in her hand? It suddenly feels very WWE and Ricochet kind of thing, where it's like, don't let the boy talk. He doesn't need the, to talk to get over. My favorite Same thing with Deeb, you know? It's like, let her get in the ring and wrestle. Let... Thunder Rosa come in and do a thing at some point, have a tag team match, whatever, and then Deeb sneaks up on her and beats the tar out of her. Like, you know, wrestling angles. Yeah. And that's what I, th I, I think that the problem with this build was that it didn't play off the strengths of the women yes. here. And it just had to be really easy. It was really, really simple. I'm the best wrestler in the world. I'm coming to get the title. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the champion. I'm the best wrestler in the world. No, 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 no. I'm the best wrestler in the world. It's just, it doesn't have to be, whatever they added on on top of that is gravy at this point. Because yes. I agree, you know, and, and you know, Serena Deeb, I, 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 I you know, when she, she talked about it on the under, Unrestricted podcast, when she had the breast implants put in, when she, you know, oh, yeah, you'll, you'll let us shave your head to show us how much you want and kind of thing, you know, and then she had, you know, and then. You know, she she has the breast the breast implants put in. Seven months later, she's signed to WWE, right? It's not, like all of this stuff is real, and she's talked about it. And it's I think it's important stuff to put out there because yes, she did go down a very different path than you know Sasha and Bailey and Becky and everyone else. A very different path because they had women's wrestling had not achieved this status that we hold in high regard today. And, uh, and and the talent, the women talent, still had to go through hoops, basically, right? So it's a very important message that she carries. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say she, we should never talk about it, shouldn't put, but I think that this feud would have been better served if we have, you know, you stick to basics. Just stick to the basics. Champ has the title, challenger wants it, and the challenger just happens to be a great wrestler and an and a mean old person on top of that, you know? If I just jump in for a second, I think they did the challenge at the wrong time. They should have gone to like, hey, Thunder, because I think they, they, someone did this before. It was a Brit, like, fought like one of her students or someone. Like, they said, this is Thunder student. Oh, it was Janai Kai. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I love Janai. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, she's amazing. Um, but they, they could have had her go to Thunder School or a mission yes. pro. And had her be like, I'm calling out one of your top people every week. And then that's how you get it. And that what you were talking about, the very emotional stuff could have been on the road too, or sure, like sure. one of those, which is like, if you just watched the last one where they did about Sean Spears, did that very personal story about how he's not afraid because he was a, a survivor of childhood abuse. And he told a story about his father. Like that's where you tell that story where she can very, very much be very focused and very, you know, controlled and in control. And she's in control. She doesn't have to worry about the crowd. She doesn't have to worry about hitting times for commercials and stuff. Do it there. And that would have been a much better way to do it. So I agree with you because it's very much 
it's like remember when uh, Undertaker beat up David Flair and when he was training, it it yeah, added yeah. It, it was sprinkles on a cupcake. Yeah, like, it added oh, now I to see it. it. And then the SAT were in the background, like, oh shit, David Flair, no, <laughs> didn't help him at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, but uh, but yeah, it's stuff like that. Like <laughs> I think you're right. It would have just added instead of like let's do dueling promos. I know. It, sometimes it, it, you we, you try and go for something and you swing and you miss. But no, for sure. And you have to try this stuff out regardless, even if it is, yeah. you know, on national television, you know, and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watching, you know, it, you still have to try this stuff out. The, you know, the idea, the, the idea essentially is I think they really should have played off the strengths. What brought them to the dance in the first place? Exactly. And in Serena Deeb's case, she gets in the ring and she ties people into knots. She's the best all around wrestler they have in the company. Then let her do that. That's that's what I think they should have done. Great, great point, guys. Some, can someone give me a Bill Bodkin and Warren Hayes uh, show team up down the line? I'm, I'm here for this. You guys bring up uh, great points. You talk about Janai Kai, uh, more kicks and Radio City Music Hall at Christmas time. She's amazing. Um, and really great points. You know, keep it, keep it. And that's pun disputed, guys. Um, really, let's, I didn't know, really, I, Bob, really. I didn't know you were 65. Yeah, there that's it is. Nice. I, I feel like it. Um, let's move on to this is one I've been kind of going back and forth on. All week, uh, and you guys may have like solid pick set. Uh, I'm gonna let all you guys go first and help me out with this one because the Hardys, obviously Jeff Hardy, making such an impact coming back to aid or arriving at AEW. He's jumping off a ladder. There's the juke. He's jumping off a ladder every week. Uh, it's crazy. He's had some really great matches. A lot of momentum here. Uh, we knew they were gonna fight the Bucks. We listen to a lot of their interviews. We know that they're kind of doing that that tour for gold again, and that's the thing I love about AEW is everyone can do whatever the heck they want, man. They can go on the indies and win gold. They can have some of these dream matches, man. It's really cool. And the Hardys, man, I mean, Kimmy, we saw it. They are doing these four-hour at least signings. Then they're wrestling at night. They're traveling. Um, I know you got to meet them, goodest brother. Um, they're putting in the work, but this feud, I, I, I don't even want to use the word feud because they have a history. Uh, I think they're just kind of bringing that up. It was just kind of like, yeah, they're going to fight and they've had these little interactions backstage. But again, I feel like this is just the beginning. That's just my thought. Kimmy, uh, what are you thinking about uh, your good brothers, the Hardys? Um, that this match should not be happening on the pay-per-view and that they should put FTR on the pay-per-view instead. Do tell, I'm listening. I'm listening. Um, so if you saw, I think it was Dax. It might have been Cash. Can't remember off the top of my head. Was that one of them tweeted As that they one dozen? I know that part, but you know names are confusing. So one of them tweeted that they were upset that they haven't been on the pay per view. And that. I yes, yeah. so I believe that the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships should be defended on the buy in at double or nothing, and that this match should not be happening. I don't see any point as to why this match needs to happen. The Young Bucks are, of course, going to win, and I know this is going to get a lot of people angry that I don't want this match on the card. I just find it very pointless. This feud has been primarily based off, like, stuff on BTE, and to be honest, Matt and Jeff, since they've gone here, have not had really good matches, and I love Matt. I've worked with Matt before. One of my very good friends, but I'm being very honest. This match does not need to happen on the card. The Young Bucks are obviously going to win. I'd rather see FTR on the buy-in. And I mean, the elite POV, we're definitely talking about this an hour before we podcasted. So I'm not the only one with this opinion. 
No, I mean, and now, he, and now here I am about to get hated by one, two, three, four other people. Oh, you, no, you're no, entitled no, to your opinion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rick in the chat actually saying, I agree oh, with Kimmy. Yeah. Uh, Bubba John, the BUB and BCP uh, connection here saying, Kimmy's so cool. Dropping some truth here also. Not everyone oh, against you. you. I think when we just hear like a, a, a word against the Hardy Boys, all of us are like, oh, you know, it's, it's the Hardy Boys. But I've really enjoyed the stuff Jeff's been doing. It's good to see them united. And that being said, I think they're just, you know, they keep, advertising this is one last run together they have a lot of things they want to do and i feel like they're just trying to check off that list and that's why things are happening so quickly but it's like we always say goodest brother like you know what's going to happen next man what, what are yeah. your thoughts on this one um well to bring up bill's point before how uh aw sometimes thinks that they could just put two great wrestlers together and that kind of you don't need to tell a story to me this is one of the few times it's the bucks and it's the hardys Two generational tag teams. You don't really need to say much. You just it's it's a match that I've been wanting to see, that I know a lot of people want to see. I get Kimmy's point. FTR definitely deserves to be on the pay per view of anything. Especially right now. Well, there there's already a triple threat tag team title match, but FTR does deserve to be on the, the pay per view. I completely agree with that. Um I've been wanting to see this match for a while. I think it's gonna be awesome. It's just cool to see the Bucks and the Hardys finally on a grand stage, on a huge stage. Uh, I do agree with Kimmy, though. I think the Bucks are going to win. Can I just say two more things? Of a, course. this match happened already in Ring of Honor. So this match okay. happened already. Yeah. I'm saying on um, a grand stage, though. I know. I'm, I'm not just no saying. offense to Ring of Honor. I'm just saying. No, I, gotta... I know. I'm just saying that. And I had another point that I completely forgot about. So now I feel stupid. No, no, yeah, fine. If you got to just, just jump, just interrupt Bill. He loves that. Um, let's say. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't care. But like, oh boy. like we always say, and that's a great point, Kim, you bring up about FTR, especially right now, they're red heart. I'm actually not yes. the biggest FTR guy. I'm more of the, my more point the, now. That being, okay. Yeah, go ahead. So I would rather see this match in the Hardy's retirement match. Make that be the Hardy Boys retirement match. That, that should be this be match. Cool. That would be a more high stakes than this random. There's no stakes. What's the and stakes then, here? We've seen and, this already. And have Matt, uh, have Matt go... Uh, I'm sorry, I love you, and then super kick Jeff. <laughs> exactly. Or hit, him, hit him with a chair. Oh man, that's you know that's gonna happen. Yo, you know that's Sunday. gonna happen. No, I mean on this this Sunday, it's definitely gonna happen. I'm sorry, oh. I love you. <laughs> I love that. Oh yeah, that's he's done that a million times. It's great. That's great, but it's like we always say, and it's a great point. Like FTR, I've never been like I've always respected them. It's just never been like my personal cup of tea. That being said, they've just put they always put on great matches. We know that right now they're red hot. I can't deny it. Um, just had an interview on wrestling guys. Check that out with Brandon Walker, uh, shameless promo. But it's like you always say, goodest brother. There's so many people that a lot of these people that are red yeah. hot right now are, are getting lost in the it shuffle. Gets lost in the shuffle. My, my big issue with with AAW has been the factionism. But right now. It's, it's a good problem to have. You have so many people, and I'm so thankful for all of our friends who are getting jobs and opportunities, and there's an alternative. It's great, but we're using all of them on dark and dark elevation, but I, like you said, I think that's why there's so much factionism. We're trying to get everyone in. Yeah. Sometimes it's not organic, which I'm all about, the, the storytelling. So it's very, very interesting. Hardys versus Bucks. Bill, help me out. I mean, I, did everyone miss the part of Dynamite tonight where two guys from New Japan came out and kicked the shit out of them? Yeah. I was leaving that. I, might, I wanted I, you to I mean, do it. I, so you think I, that's going to be this pay per view? Did I not see the... a mirage of one of my favorite wrestlers, Jeff Cobb, hit the tour of the islands, and take someone's uh, what, soul out of their body? Excuse me, one of the, probably the greatest tour of the islands of all time. It yeah. was brilliant. So um, <laughs> I could easily see that because they they are not the IWGP 
tag team champions. So what I could definitely see is on the buy-in or somewhere on the pay-per-view, Dax and Cash are like, we want to be the IWGP tag team champions. What better way to get on that road for a pay-per-view at the end of the month than beating a top team from New Japan Mm. in AEW? Because I also think they're going to be the IWGP and AEW tag team champions within a short period of time. And they're going to have, they're going to be, have four belts moving on the Hardys and the bucks. I'm going to apply my Samoa Joe theory here. We don't know what the contract term or shelf life of Jeff Hardy is. We've seen that. It's like, yeah, we don't know because we saw that. Remember that Jeff Hardy, Bobby fish match was um, rough. Jeff did not look too into it. Now, I'm not saying it could have been nerves. It could have been whatever. It could have been, listen, the guy's been through hell. Yeah. So they might want, and even Matt Jackson after the FTR match is like, I don't know how many big matches I have left in me. Yeah. So they are going to maximize this match. I think this match is actually going to be good. Yes. I think it is not the last time you will see this match. I do think the Bucks will be the retirement match for the Hardys. If this is a year run, year long run for the Hardys as a team, I think they will get a token uh, tag title run. And I think I like the fact the Hardys are leaning into, hey, we're older. We're veterans. You know, basically taking what everyone is saying on the Internet. We're past our prime. You know, we're on borrowed time. Overprime, as Jeff says. Overprime. You know, that's Optimus' prime's cousins. Come on. Nice. Nice. So I think the the Hardys are going to win. So I think they're going to bring them out. And I think this is going to open the pay-per-view. Because what better way? You're going to get... You know, everyone doing this, and then you know, you, you pop the crowd, you get a 10 minute match, and I think the Hardys could st- steal the win here. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm just I'm gonna go with the Hardys on this one. And then the Bucks get infuriated, and I think what we're gonna end up getting eventually is the elite going against the Hardys. Darby Allen is gonna align with the Hardys because Sting is out for right now. Kimmy yeah. just sent me a, a, a tweet from AEW officially saying Sting is injured, cannot travel, will not be here. For meet and greets so they're taking sting off for a while because sting probably needs to rest because he's 62 and fucking insane and like so having them together and we're going to see some sort of elite versus you know darby hardy's and there we go very the right. we go very well said and welcome chris and oh. ashley the amazing chris and ashley uh to the chat let us oh. know who you got little wavy wave from uh, the handsome guy warren very interested on your thoughts on this matchup i'm so glad kimmy said what needed to be said about the Hardys because I always felt like I was that guy. You know, that <laughs> the guy was like, oh, really, Jeff Hardy? Okay. You know, it's like, because look, I don't undeniably, you get, like, Jeff is a, Jeff is a, he's a legitimate legend, like in the Oxford yeah. Dictionary sense, not in the WWE legend sense you know where they have you sign a contract to become a legend he is a legend in the business he's and and his appeal to this day is remarkable even matt even matt himself people love the hardys okay like i last year i was shocked and kristen's in the chat she can attest to this we saw together two aew shows on two separate occasions last year both times matt was like one time was on a dark and another time came out during a commercial break both times the places erupt and he's a heel at this point he's doing the 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 hardy home office whatever and and, and people love the hardy boys okay it's undeniable so 
I get it. I also get that, you know, you have Sting coming in and he's doing his thing uh, on his terms, going out on, you know, on his terms. This is legitimately, it's his swan song that he's doing here. Something that Vince never would never give him, you know, and it, for multiple reasons. And, you know, Matt and Jeff are like, this is probably how we want to go out as well. You know, this is probably how we want to do it as well. How long is it going to take so on and so forth. But the difference here is that they're using Sting in a very uh, intelligent, you know, part, yes. particular yeah. way. They are being very protective of him, uh, you know, not exposing anything, being very smart on how he's, well, you know, smart as far as he starts throwing himself off his shit. Whereas I don't think you put Jeff Hardy in singles matches. You know, I think I think, you know, I he has to he has to get the hot tags come in and, you know, run through the hits and 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 good night, everyone. Right. Uh, And I'm with Kimmy as well. I. The, the Hardy Boys Young Bucks match happened at Supercard of Honor nine. I want to think, uh, I, I believe, and and it is a legitimately excellent match. If you have not seen it, if they can hit those highs, because I'm I'm a Young Bucks guy. I believe I believe these guys can do magic. I be, I believe they're like the they're the David Copperfields of tag team wrestling. You put them with two people where you're like, well, whatever's going to happen. And then suddenly it's like, Bruh! like it's magic. Um, if there's anyone who's going to bring the best out of the Hardys, it's going to be these two guys because I, they have, they have in ring brains. They understand how everything works. They, it's, it's, it, it boggles my mind. So if there's anyone who can drag it out of the Hardys, it's going to be this one. Any other team, I don't think it would do it. And and uh, I think the Hardys are going uh, are going to lose. I think the I think the Bucks win this one. Uh, on top of it all, you know what? I'm changing my pick. Wow. Okay. Wow. You know why? Because I just was thinking about it. I'm like, they the Hardys lose this one, and then the ultimate is they their last match they win, and then this way they finally get the one they wanted. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, but we were talking about. I was talking about on my own prediction show. I wouldn't be. I would not even be surprised. If the Jacksons insisted on losing, you know what I mean? Yeah, Where the yeah, Jacksons are 100%, like, yeah. we're going to lay down for the guys. We're fine with this. That was the whole thing in the beginning of AEW. They wanted to, them and Kenny wanted to lose to everyone. And yeah. Tony Khan's like, we haven't established anything. <laughs> <laughs> can't yeah. lose every week. Yeah. <laughs> Get established first. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's be on TV for more than a month, guys. Let's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, you know, it's just like uh, yeah, I, yeah. It's not the match I'm most looking forward to outside of outside of pure you know wrestling ob- observation curiosity. Like how how is this going to go? But it's not what I'm excited for. But I'm very very curious, nonetheless. Yeah. Like I'm going to be fascinated to see how this one's going to go. Really, really great points, guys. That's why I love having you here. Uh, welcome in our guy from Dirty Heels Podcast, Kofi Weedston. Yes, we chat. live, baby. We live. Um, so I've been doing a lot of thinking on this one, and you guys bring up great points. You know, I, I hate to like do the cop out, like this is going to be the draw. You know, that's AEW's little secret weapon. Um, my thought is this: is like you guys said, I'm not saying retirement. I'm not saying last match. Not yet. I, I think ultimately, I'm Jeff. I'm, I'm signing with the company. Hey, there's a couple things I want to do first, you know, before we do our singles run. Uh, I, I truly believe that they do want 
to get doesn't mean they're gonna, but to get those AEW tag titles. Oh, I don't yeah, see yeah. so I think they're gonna be tagging for a little while longer. I think this is the first in a series of matches. If you listen to a lot of the interviews uh, the Hardys have been doing lately, uh check out John Alba's podcast, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Shout out to John Alba, he does a great job. Uh the Freddie Prince Jr. podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, just had him on. And they're kind of saying things like they want to do like another kind of cinematic kind of thing. And I think this is that's where this is going. So this is like because there wasn't really like a build to this unless like you yeah. knew the Bucks, Hardy's history. It was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, they have these little backstage se- segments. So I think this is going to be the beginning of the story. Um, that's why it could really go either way. I think this is the build to a second match. I think the Hardys, uh, I want to go draw here. I know that sounds like a cop out. I'll oh, go yeah. draw if I have to pick a winner. Man, I've only go, been like a handful. Can I go draw? I'm going to go draw. Your, if, your if, I, if, if I have to pick a winner, I'll go Bucks, but my official answer will be a draw on this one, and I think this leads to the beginning of something where they fight, and uh, maybe tag team championships will change in that amount of time. Then the Hardys eventually do win that. And then I, you know, I heard Jeff in some of the interviews kind of talking about singles ideas, so I think right now is do the tag run. You know, feud with It's like the checklist. Tag yeah. run, want to fight the Bucks. You know, this is in my contract. Yeah. Cinematic, win the titles break up, put someone else over. Uh, so I think this is a long term. I'm not seeing retirement yet. I'm not seeing, you know, anything like that. That being said, we were talking about how is Jeff Hardy still doing this, man? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's insane. It's to insane. Me. It's insane. But let's keep it moving. Let's talk about a feud that is arguably perfect. MJF versus Wardlow. We've been a very pro Wardlow show yes. since he's just been on the back burner. And Daddy. I'm like, I'm like, this guy's gonna be the next Roman Reigns. We kind of knew he was good on the mic. Um, him doing the slow burn has been perfect. I'm not always a fan of the slow burn, but him busting out those Hurricane Rodas, Hurricane Swan Salts. He's gonna do a, a shooting star like yeah. It's gonna be better than Brock. No disrespect to Brock, but it's it's gonna be clean. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not gonna try and break his neck. No, yeah. no. Thank goodness. And thank goodness he had. We were talking about this with Lucas Finnett. Thank goodness he had all those all those muscles, just like Big E. Uh, get well, Big E. You know for sure. Definitely save them. But I think Wardlow's absolutely gonna kill it. You know, I don't think MJF. It's like we always say on this show, like. MJF kind of has taken more losses than we thought he would, but it's like losses never hurt him. No. This feud has been nearly perfect. Yes, we can drag it out. I think there's no need to get cute with it. It has been nearly perfect. I keep saying it from the lashings to the no-sells on the lashings. Like, even Ridiculous. the replay. Come on, man. Uh, even, like, Dreamer and uh, Bubba were saying, you know, they never really saw anything quite like that. They were impressed. Brilliant booking all around him coming out with the Burberry stripes on the ref shirt. Like, come on. It's the little things, man. It's the little things. Uh, shout to all our, our friends who we see work in security. I'm so sorry you get beat up. That one dude fell between the cage. And, yeah, Ooh. that looked brutal. Oh, man, it's crazy. The ring on the oh, that's bad, man. That being said, this has been, I keep saying, perfect, perfect, perfect. Let's just keep it simple, stupid. This is Wardlow's, I don't even want to say coming out. But like, he is. he has been huge. I think this is Wardlow's time. Let's just make it so he's in AEW, sign the contract. Let's move forward. This doesn't hurt MJF. MJF will slowly make his way into the world title picture. Good as brother. There, there's going to be some chicanery. You'll you'll see uh, the chairman, Sean Spears, at some point during this match. Hell of a promo uh, by like, him. Yeah. But like you said, this is going to be Wardlow's ticket to on his ascension. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this match is short and Wardlow just... Really? Kicks the shit out of him. Would not be surprised. This is the quick one. Gives other matches yeah, some time. Yeah, not saying it will be, but I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm definitely going with Wardlow. A lot, lot of chicanery. And this is a straight-up singles match, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Warren, help me out. 
Uh, by the way, the uh, wrestler who uh, who got sandwiched between the ring and Ooh, uh, the hell of a uh, bump. <laughs> Is uh, Leo Sparrow based out of? Uh, Wait, Long was it Leo? Or? That was Leo. Yeah. I was saying, well, he's yeah. a buddy of mine. I did not recognize him. Yeah, I yeah, do. You yeah. know what? I thought it looked like it. You know, yeah, there's so much I didn't going on. It was him. We saw Jay George, but I'm like, yeah, and Leo's our guy, George, dude. Yeah. Uh, ISPW tag team uh, champ, two time. I I I apologize for that, Leo. That's that's no, my no, dude. That's, no, look, I'm here to pick up the slack. No big deal. My, that, that's why, <laughs> dude. You ain't wrong, man. Go ahead. He even tweeted out that he's still stuck under the rings. If something. That's yes. Um, the, Shout out Lee. The, uh, He's in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, through all the accolades to this angle, it is the uh, it is the, the the greatest thing going on in AEW yeah. uh, right now. It's outstanding. It's phenomenal. It's a perfect push. They have the perfect, but like all the elements are here, right? You know yes. when you say push using someone to their strengths, you know Wardlow. And as a pro wrestler, in the role that he has been given, his facial expressions and all everything he does, he's perfect. He's been nailing everything to a T. And I'm not saying like you know put him in you know you put send him to Hollywood and have him become. That's not what I'm saying. He's not. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a great fucking actor. But what he's doing right now is hitting the mark. Just right. absolutely fantastic. MJF has been putting this guy over like crazy. Like he's been doing everything right, right down to I mean, I look, I'm telling you, simple wrestling angles. They just work. The, the, the lashes were great, but you know what made me pop out of my seat? And it's when he grabbed the belt and strangled him, right? Had him by the throat and was right in his face screaming at him. That is right out of, you know, Memphis in 86. And, in, and I'm like, this is fantastic. This is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. He, he understands it. He gets it. He gets the MJF gets the whole deal here. Now the big test is going to be once Wardlow beats yep. MJF. That's that and not necessarily Wardlow's test cuz people love Wardlow yeah, and they're it. ready to they're ready to love him. They want to love him. This is going to be on Tony. This is going to be on, you know, uh, best next. booker of the year for the past two years, Tony Khan. This is going to be on him because I think his his prize for best booker of the year 2022 could hinge on how he handles uh, uh, Wardlow for the rest of the year. For real. That's really going to be the big test moving forward. Very interesting. Let's go Kimmy. Oh boy. So this is the one thing I like. This is they did good here, guys. Tony, you did really good here. What? There's like a lot of things I don't like. This is like really good. So yay. It is. It's Leo Sparrow good. in the chat with the uh <laughs> the, the uh get well oh, soon. Get well soon, Leo. We're thinking of you, man. Put some ice on it. So I think Warlow's gonna win. I think it's gonna be really interesting what they do to MJF to make sure he doesn't go walking away in twenty twenty four. He's not walking. Still two away. years away though. Even I'm if just he saying. does, who cares? Who he's cares? Not, he's not the, walking the guy, away. The guy, the guy is worth every penny whoever wants to throw the most money. Even if he walks, I don't care. He's Let him go. Away. If Vince wants to if Vince wants to break the bank to sign the guy, Vince is a very smart man. That's that just as simple it as is that. The the race to, it is the race to $4 million. Who is going to offer it first? It. He's not leaving. Uh, don't, I mean, this. okay, so here's, you know, I think it's very possible. Here's a guy. He is in that from undeniable to undesirable Cody camp. 
where he was rejected by WWE, Northeast guy, tried out for Tough Enough. He was told, you're t- and Cody even referenced it on promos, they told you you were too short. And now he's like, well, now I'm a big star, and those executives for your TV show say they want me. Yeah, I proved you wrong. Now give me all my money I deserve, and I want to go to WrestleMania. I I can see it. I'm, the, I'm a huge AEW fan, but I can see it happening. Don't but, worry. He'll lose to Rollins, too. He'll lose to Rollins at that WrestleMania. Don't you worry. Oh, how they use him is irrelevant. Yeah, like, I don't. Like, I yeah. If the Kimmy guy, just wanted to throw Rollins the, into. Yeah, the, she does. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think um, I think um, we don't also know what's going to happen in two years with WWE. God, no. we, cool. Like Vince McMahon will be 80. He could say, like, I want to cash out half. And it goes to Disney or Amazon or NBC Universal, and they're like, uh, we don't want that guy. We, he does not fit our model. We don't want him." Fair point. And, and we don't know. We have no idea. We don't know where AEW be in two years. So yeah. it's all, it's all, you know, it's all. Things, but things move I agree so with, fast in the wrestling business. Things yeah, move I, so fast. I agree with Warren. Is the big test is what was going to be my point was what do you do with Wardlow? Yes. Uh, What's afterward? next? I mean. Who do you put him in there? I mean, of course, my hope is Forbidden Door, him and Shingo Takagi just beating the living shit out of each other, which will be great. Uh, and then you could figure it all out after that. Warren's soul leaves his body in joy. Uh, I, you know, Warlow's got to win this. I mean, it'd be wild if he lost because everyone would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and like getting MJF over more as a heel. But I ultimately think. Uh, and in my and I'll touch on give you a little tease of what I think is going to happen in a world title match is I think MJF will be the world champion either by end of this year or early next year and I think he'll he'll have the belt I mean he'll lose this and then he'll just go on a tear and he's he'll be the champ I agree yeah very interesting Kimmy did you get your final pick and I'm sorry it is low it is war though yeah I agree do we get everyone on this one yeah yeah all right, let's keep it moving here. Let's talk about the Jericho Appreciation Society. Because I'm on, a wizard. That's it. Taking on John Moxley, Brian. Well, we wait, just... Danis- Danison's hurt, right? Oh, uh, he's, he's in it. No, that was a work. Where have you been, buddy? The uh, real life. Uh, it, was, Santino, uh, it was a work shoot. Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. Very interesting. Uh, where are you going to go, man? I mean, this is going to be – this kind of reminds me of uh, uh, when they fought America's Top Team, when it was the Inner Circle versus America Top Team. It's just going to be this big, huge brawl. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be wacky. The camera's going to be all over the place. Uh, I, I, I think uh, the the Combat Club and, and Santana and Ortiz, which, by the way, I wonder why Wheeler Yuta is not a part of this. I guess it's because – Japan. He's in Japan. Oh, I oh, got you, yeah. Physics or uh, logistics, uh, but, yeah. But yeah, I mean... It's physics. It's yeah, uh, yeah, good, good reason. Yeah, that's the, yeah, Physically, physically. Yeah, yeah. there you go, yeah. So, yeah. Insert, Jericho insert re- drummer joke. reinventing himself once again, becoming the wizard, and somehow getting that over. I Wait, no what is he why. The wizard. He's the wizard. He throws Throw a fire. fireball in your face. Well, uh, look, um, if he's that much of a wizard, how about he shoots like a magic missile? You gotta, you gotta walk before you can run. Snakes. You gotta walk before you can run. You know, but uh, has some chain like Doctor Strange in the beginning of Doctor Strange. You could do like the circle. Yeah, like, it's, it's a little bit. Like, yeah, uh, give me Doctor Strange as a movie. I know uh, that one. Thank you. <laughs> 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 
not that bad. I'm not that bad. I know, I but I just like to help you out, especially since you're taking over Popper's social media. So, oh yes, that is true. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Combat Club and Santana and Ortiz are going to win this. Like I said, this is going to be a big brawl. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't go way too long, but uh, I, I think they're going to win. Great point, Warren. What do you think about this? It's one that I waffle a lot on. <laughs> I'm, I'm look. First of all, I'm excited for it, and uh, like, uh, like you guys said, I'm I'm hoping that this will turn into, um, yeah, it has all the potential to be like all over the place, right? Yes. And and I and I'm kind of feeling, like you said, kind of like a, 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 a you know a, an ECW tag team match like in 1996, 1997, just fighting in the, the crowd and just split out. And then you have camera angles going on over here, yes. and, and they switch back to the camera, and, it, and that adds to the chaos, right? So that's what I'm hoping for. If they can, if they can manage that, it's going to be great. I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, if the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society pulls either. off the win, and we're not done here because I think this ends in the blood and guts cage match. Yeah, and I think the only reason they didn't do the blood and guts cage match for this show here is because they wanted to open up as many seats as possible so that people could uh, to to fill out uh, the arena as much as possible. Ah. I think that's the only I think that's the only reason why they didn't do it. Uh, but you know, put it on a dynamite super show. We're gonna get what well, what isn't like. Fighter Fest, the next one coming up? Uh, well, it's going to be interesting because you have the Forum show in L.A., yeah, but it's too true. quick to set that up to to do, like, oh, we're going to do Blood and Guts and announce it at Double or Nothing. That you know, But um, I think because you need Regal to say it. You need him to say, Blood and Guts! And, you know, it's not the yes. same as War Games. I would love if oh, he were to I say, no. start off with War Games, like, what? Oh, wrong thing. I yes, mean, please. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you also right. have New Japan thing, and then you have Fighter Fest. So I don't know how long you could stretch. I, it's weird. I don't know how long they're going to stretch things out for. Yeah. Like, are they building New Japan right after Dynamite? They have like, to. Right, yeah, I know, but like it's like how much? I I don't know. So it's weird. I think you're right. I think I think they're saving blood and guts because of TV because they're like ratings. It's a big ratings get. So let's just save it for that because I think uh, because I want to let Kimmy go last because I want her to read just 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 gush about young Daniel and his uh, his pay per view debut her boo uh, <laughs> and, and bringing it back to 2002. Uh, so, um, I think this is going to go all over the place and somehow something's going to happen because it's all over the place. There's going to be chaos. I could see some wacky shit where someone gets arrested or they go on the street and they're like, we have to contain them in blood and guts. You know what I mean? Like Jericho hires people to come in and help him. Like he pays off the Hardy, the Andrade family officer, whomever to help. And so it's just like, we got to keep people out. So put them in the, give them a reason to go in the cage. And then ultimately, Somehow we're going to get Eddie and Brian again. Ooh, uh, I love that. Because they don't like each other. So, because yeah. Brian, as Eddie said, is a judgmental prick. So, and Brian agreed with him. So, and they're having this tension. So I think they end up fighting a little bit, but we'll see. But the big question is what do you do with Santana and Ortiz after this feud? You have to break them away from Chris Jericho. They should win the tag belts. Yes. We've been they saying that. Yeah. But who knows if they're going to stay? Their contract might be up soon. So, who knows if they yeah. stay? 
Hmm, very interesting. I'm gonna go like I go either way on this one. I think I'll just go with Jericho's guys because uh, want to see the up and comers get some shine for sure, and I'll just go with that. And I was gonna say I forgot to bring up. I love the idea of we're sports entertainers and we're Not here to we're, and we're here to beat up all the pro wrestlers. I actually do like that dynamic as well. Only Jericho could get the yeah. wizard thing over. You know what I mean? Like it's great. It works. Like it's just because it's Jericho. It shouldn't work, but it does. exactly. Kimmy, help me out. All right, so this is the Daniel Garcia show, everybody. Here we oh go. Red I, death. I just really wanted to pop, Phil, so I'm glad I did. So if Jericho appreciates <laughs> Tidy's going to win, I want Daniel Garcia to get the pin. Obviously, pay per view debut. Let, you know, Jericho doesn't need the pin. He doesn't need to get it. He's going to be on every freaking pay per view till God knows when. 2.0 pay per view debut, by the way, I believe. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. That's Daniel Garcia. You know, that's their dads. And then Daniel Garcia is their son. And then I'm the babysitter. We had this conversation. And well, both of us that Yes. Like wow. a legit thing they had. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a thing. I'm the babysitter. Dads. Right. Um, they wanted to put Daniel Garcia up for adoption to toughen him up. It was a whole thing. Anyway. So, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. And the faces are going to win. Because why wouldn't they? Yay, BCC. Wait, I thought you said... Wait, I'm confused. Oh, I said if the Jericho Appreciate Society is going to win, but I don't think that's going to happen. It's like fantasy dream if that does happen, but it's not. Okay, okay. It's not. Seth Rollins is going to come out and beat all of them. I think that's what Kimmy said. Listen, if he wants to stop jobbing out to Cody, make my life a little easier, then I would be a little happy. We'll save that for the next show. Uh, Welcome, Reese. Am I on that one, or are you kicking me off all different week panels, Rob? Oh, boy. I I always get the heat. Moving on to the next uh, match. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Who who books this this crap? Oh, wait, it's me. Um, Welcome, Reese, in the chat. Uh, Jericho is the wizard of Foz. He certainly I'm is. For it. That triple threat tonight was great, man. You knew it would be. I'm excited I to see. Really like the triple threat match tonight. It was very good. Keith Lee and Shane uh, Strickland taking on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. This will be good, man. I'm really excited. You kind of are our Ricky Starks. What's that? Nunez is kind of like our Ricky. Do Starks. it again, man. Do the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I see it, man. He's a uh, handsome fella. What do you got? Uh, so l- like I mentioned with Thunder Rosa, the the I feel like the the tag team champions have you haven't really been featured, and I don't get why Christian Cage is you know speaking that's been for them. my pet peeve, I, I, man. It's it's I, I don't know. It, it just seems like they won the tag titles and they they had a couple matches here and there, but they're not really featured. They're not you know brought to the forefront. Uh, that being said. This match is going to be really good. I love the team of Swerve and yeah. Keith Lee. Uh, I will admit, I did not think much of Powerhouse and Absolute Ricky Starks for a while, but they have grown on me, and I absolutely love them now. Um, they work well as a team, uh, representing Team Taz. Oh, man, this one's tough to call. Uh I mean, eventually they're 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 definitely teasing Christian at some point, turning on them or maybe costing them the titles. Uh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Team Taz. I'll go with 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 Starks and Hobbs. I, I think that that's a great pick, man. Um, I keep saying like, why is and again take your fandom out of it and your love and the history for Christian, just calling it down the middle like it is right now. 
why is Christian there, man? And he's kind of like that guy, like he kind of takes the microphone. And there's been like little things here and there, yeah, and I know we're kind of we're kind of trained to think like, oh, he's gonna turn or whatever. I just want I just want him disconnected from the group. Um, no, no disrespect to him or his career. I just don't I don't see like why is he there? You know, no no disrespect whatsoever. I just don't see it being organic. Um, that being said, I love seeing if it's not even really branded as Team Taz anymore. Like he's still Taz's guy. He's still got yeah. the uh, yeah, they're kind FTW. Of, they're kind of out of, it's not a bad thing. Own. Hook's doing his own thing. Like yeah. it's, it's all very positive for all the right reasons. The handsome Devil. Um, I, I'm loving Lee and and Swerve. I I think their finisher is is amazing. Was a yeah. fall from glory. I think they're calling it. It looks looks great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you, goodest brother. I'm gonna go Hobbs and Ricky Starks to become the new. Tag team champions, I think the belts need to be on heels now. Uh, I think formerly Team Taz or Team Taz, whatever you want to call them now, they need something like that. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, Ricky can go on and on about how he has two championships. Uh, and, that Ricky, being two said, belts. and that being said, maybe down the line, the Hardys Challenge or some other tag team, maybe Keith Lee and, and, and uh, Swerve Challenge for those Swerve. belts. So I think they need to be on heels. Uh, they need the tag belts rather need to be on heels. This is the title change for this pay per view, Kimmy. Swerve. For the love of God, Christian needs to turn on Jungle Boy and Luchadors. I hope it happens in this. I hope Christian costs them. I, I hope Christian costs them the titles because this tag team championship reign has been the most irrelevant thing ever. They have not done nothing. It is very sad. Jungle Boy needs to split from Luchasaurus. Jungle Boy needs to go after the TNT title. This is all things Jungle Boy needs to do. So for I don't care who wins. Jungle Express cannot win. I'm going with Swerve and Lee. I think that makes sense. They just came out with a shirt. If they if this was a one-time thing, they wouldn't have come out with a new shirt, even though, you know, they're kind of tricking me here because, wait, they won, they won tonight, right? I'm just double checking. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah so like, great match. Excellent Yeah, match. so like, that's the thing. Like, they won because Swerve. they're going to win at the pay-per-view. They never win on the go-home show. So they're trying to trick me a little bit, but I'm going with Swerve and Lee regardless because they're a new shirt. Thanks to Shop AEW. Whose house is this? It's the BCP compound, uh, Nabro's house. Warren, the voice of reason, once again. This is a tricky one, man. What do you got? It is tricky. Um, and again, I will agree. You know, you, you were just saying, man. It was like, you know, Starks and, and, and Hobbs, not only have they... Like, honestly, they're one of the best things on AEW right Seriously, now. Seriously, like, I love them. They're, uh, they, they've been, honestly... They've been carrying all of this because they're there it's a really good pairing and ricky starks if you did not see the top guy ceiling for him before he i'm starting to see that, it now that promo he caught he cut last week you know where he called everyone jabronis and suddenly you were like this is the this is dwayne johnson that i'm looking at right yeah. there was a moment where you're like oh my god like he has that delivery he has that charisma you're like oh get like he they're on an upward trajectory and they have been fantastic and, yes. and powerhouse Hobbs getting that, you know, that in ring confidence, not just like just the fake swagger, you know, yeah. that snarl now in the ring, like in the way he moves, the way he, he waits, you know, to do it, to, to pull off his spears and his big power moves, you know, it's just, he, he's grown into it. Like this, this is going to be these two guys, continuing down this path are going to be another AEW success story where they just took two guys that, well, Ricky Starks had been around for a while before that, but maybe let's say unknown to the mainstream wrestling audience. And, and then 
brought him up to 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 this fantastic level because they're absolutely uh, absolutely phenomenal. They've been a cornerstone. I've loved the BCC. I've loved uh, the MJF Wardlow stuff and these two guys. It's been absolutely NFTR as well, but these two guys too. Um, it's a tricky one, and I find it weird. And I, and I think this is where look. I think I'm trying to say too many things at once. First of all, <laughs> what if it's Jungle Boy who turns on Christian? I've been thinking about that. I, th- I saw you tweet that, and I'm kicking around in my head for a long. What time. if this is where he becomes Jungle, Jungle Jack Perry? You know, and then he gets a bit of an attitude. He's been, you know, he's been cutting his promos a little more. He's been, you know, they're trying to give him the singles thing. Because I'm thinking, if you're going to bring in Stokely Hathaway, which is something we've been talking about, there's another guy that you could pair up and have him be his mouthpiece. And look, I'm just throwing that out there. Everyone's like, Christian, Christian, Christian. But I agree with with Kimmy. This is, we're, we're... we're we're good with uh, Dino Two One Zero at this point. Let's split them apart nice. and 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 have them go do something else. <laughs> and let's have them go That's do something else. 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 Especially like I don't know what you do with Luchasaurus after. Yeah, that's after true. This. And honestly, I guess he goes extinct. You know. Nice. All right. But because the star here is 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 Jungle Boy, right? That's yeah. that's who you want to to move forward. Um, I all you know. I also think that they should not win. I think the smarter play is to put the belts on Lee and Swerve. I think there's, I think a, a good feel good moment, so on and so forth. I because I do believe the the title run for Jurassic Express Dino Two One Zero has been, but um, uh, this is where I'm going to leave my my thought off. Very interesting. Second pay per view in a row. Tag team titles are in a triple threat. And I find it doubly interesting that this was this was the 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 promotion that was heralded that was you know one of its foundations was tag team wrestling right we all remember when this started right tag team wrestling and tag team wrestling was going to be at the forefront and it can main event and then you know you had Santana and Ortiz you had the Bucks you had the Lucha Bros you had um, you know the Hybrid Two who were still a very good tag team despite you know not really rising to the occasion they were pushing private party something fierce at you know uh, out the gate ftr comes in and everyone's like this is the place for tag team wrestling and i'm seeing more and more singles guys being thrown together into tag teams where the tag teams that got us excited in the first place the foundations are like santana and ortiz we're here go, sitting around going when are they br- going to break them away from from jericho and have them have a proper tag team title run right yeah. we're talking about ftr who aren't even on the pay-per-view despite having two match of the year quality matches and Dax Harwood having incredible singles matches being red hot, if you ask me. And they're so what is the status of tag team wrestling in AEW right now? I'm it's a little curious to me. Yeah. Really great great points as as always. Bill, I see you kind of thinking over there. Oh no, I'm just in severe neck pain. Um <laughs> No, it's like, oh shit, my neck is killing me. <laughs> sorry. Um, I I think um, I, I am. I'm sorry. It's, it's been a rough I mean, month. Dino two one zero got you. I know. I, I know. So I think what's going to happen is uh, I see what you're saying, Warren, and I see. I think some of it is that's just comes with the factionism of it, uh, where we're going to get tag teams, and some guys will be for a little bit running with tag teams. And I think for Swerve and Lee, I think that was a way to protect Keith Lee. But 
I do think that's going to change here because what's going to happen is I still believe that I believe Jurassic Express is going to win. Okay. And I think they're going to, if I think the money is to say that, to say FTR comes out, we're the best tag team. We're the best tag team. We're the best tag team. Jurassic Express comes out and says, you know what? We're actually the best team. We beat you. We beat the Bucks. We beat Swerve and Lee. We beat the Lucha Brothers. We beat all the teams. And everyone just looks past us. So we're taking you guys on. And it could be Jungle Boy saying all this. And Christian being like, what are you doing? Don't do this. And that's where the hubris of Jungle Boy, he flies too close to the sun. They lose the belts. And then Christian is just like, I am so fucking sick of you and just drops him because and christian doesn't have to turn heel just like i'm a bad guy now he's just like i have taught you i was your mentor i legit gave up wrestling to teach you because i believed in you and you keep screwing up because you think you're a star and i'm telling you you're not ready yet and i'm gonna beat the shit out of you to prove that i'm right so if you play that out perfect yeah, I've been thinking about the Jungle Boy as the heel thing, and I'm just like thinking you could put Stokely with him. All you, what do you do with Luchasaurus? Well, every heel needs a heater. Make Luchasaurus just like Luchasaurus Dark or something like that. Just put them all in black. You know, have them wear a suit. Have them be a piece of shit. Have them stop talking like a dinosaur and go be the BCE guy who's like, I have an English degree. I have a history degree. I have an English degree. Look how smart I am. Here's my promos. Like, you could do all that. And I could think you could get there, but maybe even you play with it with Christian because Christian's right. The best type of heels to me are the guys who are and the gals who are justified in everything they do. Like when Jericho is in WWE, everything he said, he believed it. And there was a grain of truth that is you as the viewer were like, oh, shit, the bad guy's right. Yeah, He might be right. And that's always the great conflict there. And I think you could get a really interesting story there. You then put the belts on FTR focuses back on tag team wrestling and so we don't have to do that but also the great thing about putting these singles teams together these super teams is they can get knocked down by the tag champs just elevates the tag champs that's what i think so i'm going to go that the champs retain i could even see christian helping them retain by cheating which starts to cause the friction Uh. i had to help you jungle boy because you weren't paying attention you were doing something stupid you know or you weren't executing the game plan Kind of what they were trying to do with Cody and Arn a while ago, and it just got really Cody verse and weird and stupid, and I kind of hated it. Um, that's like when he burned his tie. I'm like, that doesn't. I was, yeah, I've forgotten shit. about all. Yeah, yeah, it just came back. We <laughs> tried suppressing all of it, and yeah, it was awful yeah. and terrible. But that's why I think I think Jurassic Express is going to retain ultimately to drop it to FDR. Yeah, and guys in the chat, let us know who you have. Um, let's keep it moving here. A couple more to get through. Let's talk you about. Did. You didn't talk about. Have you to talk about the greatest match booked on the show on the buy-in? Yeah, what, what the hell, Rob? You, you want to take? You want to go there? Yeah, we'll um, go Hookhausen against uh, Smart Mark Sterling and uh, the premier athlete, Mister uh, Twelve Abs himself, Tony. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely amazing. Uh, 12, 12, 12 reasons to love that guy. I'm nice. gonna go. I mean, how do you not pick Hookhausen? Yeah, it's that, money. That, it's merch. One. The fact that they have a sitcom video for them, like, come on, it's Hookhausen. It, it's it's money. It's going to be comedy. Nice There's going to be a lot of comedy in this one. It's a great pa- pairing. It's money. It's firing all cylinders. Uh, Hookhausen. I don't even need to go on. You got anything to add? No, just uh, will Hook's hair move this time? It will not. It definitely it will not. Uh, Kimmy. 
um, the way that this is Nice and Sterling because Hook is going to turn on Danhausen right after the match. I mean, no way to turn on him. Like that—that—that's how you don't pick Hookhausen. Like, who, oh. yay! They—they they sold shirts. Hooray! That's, I think they'll sell them yeah, shirts. You're right. I, I think Hook will just attack him. I don't think it's a turn. I think he'll just beat him up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I say I say pump out that merch for a little bit. Because here's the thing: like, uh, is Danhausen even cleared? Let's think of this logistically. I mean, <laughs> is do, he cleared? Do, does here's so. another here's another fair point. Does Hook even need to make a tag? No, yeah. probably not. So great point. I, I just think uh, just from a business perspective, you keep them together, keep that merch cranking out. Dan Housen himself is is money. Hooks money. Like, uh, let's let's make that money. Bill. Also, can some vendor please book him for Baltimore Slug Fest 5? Because he said that all these vendors are trying to book him. So please, just, somebody just don't care who you are. Need stacks of money. Yeah, leave him stacks of money. That's all. In a blimp. Uh, and possibly a PT cruiser. Um, okay. This is the most perfect thing AEW is doing right now, in my <laughs> opinion, because you've literally it, you took a guy who is you, you took two guys who were just like people are like they're meme wrestlers. OK, whatever. They're very popular. And yet somehow when they shook hands, it was like the mega powers in the 80s shaking hands and everyone went ballistic. Yep. And it all started with Hook trying to curse uh, Dan Hazel trying to cook, curse Hook, which makes it's like, why is he trying to do this? And the best thing no about effect. it, yeah, it, it, it the the best thing was they they subverted everyone's thoughts with Tony Nese and and Danhausen. Danhausen got gets the introduction. It's the big hoopla. It's his debut, and Tony Nese gets already in the ring. Tony Nese and Tony Nese beats the shit out of him in twenty <laughs> seconds. Fantastic, so he, and it was That's great. And now fantastic. And so now you have very you quick hate Tony Nese matter when he hasn't. He, he, Tony Nese matters more now than he ever did in WWE. Yeah, that's true. Mark Sterling is Bobby Heenan, and it's great. The yeah. training videos are great, and it is just the perfect marriage of just comedy and wrestling. And I think you keep Hookhausen together because they're going to be legit. I don't know where they go from here, but doesn't matter. It, it it sort of does because no, you wonder how how long when are we going to see Hook fully unleashed? But yeah. this is a nice detour till we get there. These two can just be together and just be that team that because the day they unleash Hook on someone big is going to be a huge moment. And having Danhausen with him for a feel good moment and that's how you get the heat. Danhausen's his buddy. He's the one who gets in trouble. Hook's got to come save him. That's how you do it. It's 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 like it's a chef's kiss for me. It's the best. And if they don't put them with fucking Yano and all the comedy guys from New Japan, what are we even doing here? Oh. Mr. Hayes. Have Taguchi sit on on Danhausen's face for for a couple of minutes there. Um the uh, no, I, I I think I think I'm surprised at how much I'm entertained by this because this is the, usually the kind of thing that makes me cringe. But the the odd couple pairing here works. Mark Sterling is precious. He is a precious little porcelain creature. Uh, you know, one of those that your grandmother has on her mantle that you're not quite sure. Is it? Is it a cat? Is it a dog? It's both. It, a chinchilla? What is it exactly? But it doesn't matter. She dusts it every day. She takes very good care of it, you know. She has it, like, surrounded in glass. That's what Mark Sterling is right now to professional wrestling. He... Like the training videos, the 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 uh, 
uh, his his uh, uh, attorney at law ads that he does. He's fantastic. The role that he's playing with, the role that he's playing with Jade, he's inadvertently helping Jade be even bigger. Yeah. Because while he's in the back and he and he tries to speak, and then she goes, Mark. Mm, it's my shut up, Mark. I ha, I got this. Cut she's the like, shit. look, she is in charge. She's she's the woman Had in Batty charge. in charge. That's the manager in the back. He's supposed to be taking care of business, but nah, I got this. You know, so he's an accessory to her, but inadvertently is raising her up at the same time. Everything this guy does is fantastic. They're they're using him wonderfully. Um, I don't care who wins in this match. It doesn't matter. It's leading to Hook versus Nice. That's that's all. This is a stepping stone onto that uh, that one. And you know what? Who said that he's more important now than he ever he's ever been in WWE? The minute he cracked the face of Danhausen, you're like, there you go. Nice, Tony Nice has never been so relevant because he's the guy who's going to make Hook truly look like us. He's going to be Hook's first. Real competitive match, not a QT Marshall thing. He's gonna be—he's gonna be his real first competitive match. He's gonna make him look like a million bucks. Hook is gonna dis- is gonna end up squeaking a win out of him, and it's gonna be fantastic. And it's all—it's all due to this build. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, great, great stuff. This will be a fun match. And you know, if you put something in for the buy-in, this has got to be the one. It's—it's it's money, literally. It's gonna be great, uh, guys. Excited for the pay-per-view. Uh, I want to talk about this one: Jade Cargill defending the TBS Championship against Anna Jay. I believe that's official. Um, they they faced off what on Rampage, and it, and was, it was really, really, good. really good. It actually I, surprised I, me. How good I it thought was. it was gonna be no disrespect. I thought it was gonna be really clunky. And that was like that time where where Jade really had stepped it up, and Anna Jay as well. It was a really good match, so I'm really excited for this one. They both been putting in the work. I'm a little confused on what Anna Jay's role right now is in regards to the Dark Order or not with the Dark Order or any other storyline. Interested to see what what her path has ahead of her. I don't think it's the TBS title right now. I think uh, there's no reason besides the one that that Bill talked about moving forward um, to take it off her. You know, if she's gonna face Thunder Rosa down the line. Right now, though. Jade retains Bill or uh, Nunez, whatever your name is. It's getting late. <laughs> whatever your name is, Bill. Nunes. Yeah, Jade retains. Uh, this is going to be an entertaining match. Uh, we touched on it before. Uh, we picked Ruby to win the TBS I title did. tournament, and when Jade won, I was like, oh, "Okay," but she has literally looked like a million bucks since winning the title. She's yeah. been on a great run. One of the best. Uh, parts of AW television right now. I love that she's uh, bringing up, you know, Kira Hogan and and uh, Red Velvet with the baddie section. Uh, I love the stuff with her and Mark as as a, a smart Mark as a Warren pointed out. Uh, this should be a good match. Uh, yeah, it, it's not NSJ's time yet. Jade is on a roll of a lifetime, and she will continue on. Welcome, uh, Frank Knight in the chat saying, "Is Anna J still a part of the Dark Order?" Technically, yeah. well, it's he, he it put is. a part, like a part, not oh. a part. Oh, so uh, well, I still don't know the answer. So we'll, we'll I think find she, out. I mean, she still does this. So. Let's she's go to the the, the editor in chief. He's he's good at words. She's Go. in the Dark Order. She's in the Dark Order. Okay. Yeah, still. Although, if you ever turn ja- uh, Jungle Boy heel. You know, put her with her with him. That wouldn't yeah. be a bad deal. See, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't like that. Like lump them together because they're. I'm just not a fan of that. Like, you person. just hate relationships with wrestlers, don't? <laughs> no, God, there it is. Don't I you? Buddy. I know what you're talking about. Oh, someone got nuclear heat. There now. it is. There it is. Not me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is gonna be. Um, 
Yeah, Jade's going to totally win. This is, I, I, I mean, the one thing I wanted to say, yeah, she's going to win. I think it's a testament to AEW that they have, after her pretty not not great debut, it was like when she was talking, and that led to the famous "Is this open night? Oh, open mic night?" from Brandy, and like her run in the beginning was very rough, and AEW could have quickly cut bait on her, but they believed in her and they put the resources in her, and that's a testament to them, but. The fact she has taken everything so quickly and has just become a star. The baddie section pr- presentation is incredible. Um, and um, she's just going to make them better. And she's great. She's going to be the face. I know we, we say Brit's the face of the division. She's going to be the face of the company. Yeah. I mean, transcends wrestling, too, I, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh, Kimmy. Finally, someone on this women's division that appreciates me and Anna J. Love her. Great. She's going to lose, though, to Jade. There you go. She's still in the dark order, by the way. We had a whole conversation about that in Baltimore. And it, what's wild is they're both under a year combined each. Wow. Yep. Yeah, my my bar has been raised for this match because of what they did on Rampage. Like, I'm actually very excited for it. Warren? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, this, you know, I the, the streak continues for Jade. That's unquestionable. Uh, I think following their, their, their first... Their initial match, I think it's been, uh, I think the optics on it are better with Jade heading into a match with Anna Jade than, um, you know, a couple of other people on the on the roster. You know, earlier when we were talking about how, you know, Candice LeRae should come in, which, by the way, she should because we stand Candice LeRae in Warren Hayes HQ. Um, you know, the, there's one of the, there's an issue. I find there's an issue, though, with the, with the women's division that's very top-heavy, right? There's a... Yeah. Top, top, top heavy, and and at the bottom you have a lot of very, uh, very young, very inexperienced wrestlers, and you don't have that buffer in the middle. You don't have guys or gals, but we'll go with guys in this instance, like Tony Nice, who Tony Nice is not a top guy. He's not a he's not a, a prelim guy either, but he's one of these dudes who can run the mid card. Uh, get a couple of wins over the like the prelim guys, but when it's time to 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 put over the stars, the next guys, I, he can make them look like a, like a million bucks, and he'll take the he'll take the L, and that'll be that. As yeah, we like used Matt to call them on the boards back in the '90s, a jobber to the stars, right? Uh, so this is what's missing, I find, in this this middle part here, where you know, but there's a whole bunch of problems around it as well. It's like, we don't see the women enough on television. We don't see them enough first and foremost for us to really get excited at the prospect of Anna Jay fighting, fighting uh, Jade, because this is a feud that would have needed a proper buildup, you know, that would have needed some events, some things to spice it up on to the eventual and inevitable defeat of Anna Jay. And, and I think this is, this is, there's a gray zone here where it's like, we, the 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 mid card of the women's division is is inexistent because you have top women you have your prelim women yeah, and you have no one heavy. in between to sort of buffer and make make the top women into uh, make the top women look good but also bring the 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 inexperienced ones up and put them over at the same time it's it, it's a weird dichotomy but you know jade is fantastic she's a star she gets she's she's over on a presentation on how she looks she's improving all the time jade yes. retains what are we talking about well let's uh keep it moving here let's talk about death triangle taking on who are they taking on 
House of Black. House of Black. House of Black. There's so much wrestling. Uh, I think House of Black has to win this one. They have to. Uh, I've been kind of. It's so funny because Phoenix is literally my favorite wrestler in AEW. So glad to Love. see him back. We were there live to watch oh, the injury. It was really uh, yeah, you, was knew, you knew something yeah. was wrong. Um, it's it's great to see him back. Like I mentioned before, he had the amazing match with Dante Martin. Uh, so he's back on track. It's good to see him back with his brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, go go with it, bro. You bring up uh, some great points, man. Let's see. Yeah, I feel like House of... Because it's weird, because House of Black came in, yeah, you, you had Malachi Black, and then he, he brought in Brody King, and then uh, Buddy Matthews came in, and then they've got kind of feuding with Fuego Del Sol for the past, like, month or so. It's been it's been a little strange. I mean, it, it, it's been okay, but, you know. But, uh, I, I, yeah, I feel like House of Black needs to get this win. As much as I want Death Triangle to win this, I feel like House of Black needs this win. Yeah, and, and we can talk about trios, championships, and all that. That's yeah. been teased for such a long time. Yeah. But taking the gold out of it, I think House of Black definitely needs this one. Obviously, I've been a big Alistair Black fan before he was on TV, man. He, he's great. He really needs you know Malachi now, but he really needs to show that he, he owns that dominant faction. I've been, and again, I love Ray Phoenix. I love Penta. Uh, Alex is doing a great job. Uh, they're all doing great. But it just... It's been so like discombobulated with with the travel, with the injuries, with COVID. Like I, I remember there was a time I'm like, is is Death Trial or Death Triangle still a thing? They're like yes, and then they went somewhere else, and then it was just uh, just the Lucha Bros. You know, there's just like so many different parts. I feel like it's just kind of it's it's back in full form now, but I don't think they're gonna win this match. They're all stars on their own. They're all stars together. But the House of Black needs to be one cohesive unit right now under the leadership of Malachi Black. They need this win. Kimmy. Okay, so first of all, them not adding Julia Hart when they did the whole stupid segment a couple weeks ago was the stupidest thing AEW has done. Are they going to eventually? Do you think they Nightmare are eventually? Think she'll eventually join? Nightmare Collective, I'll raise you that. Well, I was also going to raise the weigh-in with Cody Rhodes and Anthony Agogo. So, I don't... <laughs> like, those are the top three, right? Uh, then, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, that was stupid. And Julia Hart is now kind of pointless because what are you going to do with her? Because now it's too late. Second of all, Plus you can see it's sick. It's going to spread throughout her face. And well, she needs to go to Julia Hart. Well, she's not on TV, so they need to do something with her. <laughs> Second of all, House of Black, you can see them at Baltimore Slut Fest 5. You can go on BaltimoreSlutFest5.com and you can get their tickets. Who's coming on my line? When This is the first time all three of them have done fun facts of who's coming on my line to meet them. Very excited for that. House, um, House of Black will obviously win because they desperately need this win and then can they please for the love of god do something with malachi black Be or any one of them because jesus christ i'm done with them just being in trios titles if they if they're i'm done with them being in trios matches if they don't have trios titles and we have to wait for kenny omega for those trios titles and this man is nowhere near to be cleared so come on tony get your shit together <laughs> hey be be respectful don't you have a conversation coming up with him pretty soon I do. I have a whole list of questions that Aww. Bill has to approve. <laughs> I'm very proud. Good job, Kimmy. I'm very proud of you. Great job. That's amazing. All right. I sent I sent Bill ten questions. I'm like, can you please pick one? <laughs> that's a writer. That's, that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, gotta, you gotta trust your gut, babe. Frank, I, I have nothing. <laughs> Frank in the chat saying, "Watching live from work. This show is awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you, appreciate Frank. it. Thanks appreciate for watching, it. man. Thanks for tuning in. Warren, help me out here. Um. Yeah. No. House of Black. Um has to has to win i think uh it's just as simple as that it, it, it just has to go that way they you know i think 
Malachi Black is probably the guy who has suffered the most since the departure of uh, Cody Rhodes. Hmm. I, and, you know, I say suffering in the sense that he's, I don't think he's half as big a deal as he was portrayed upon his arrival and his numerous, numerous defeats of the American Nightmare. Um, but uh, I, 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 I think this is important. Um, you know, apparently the trio's titles are done. They're, you know, the, the belts, the actual physical championships are ready. Let's pull the trigger on this because this has been going on for a while. Uh, and let's establish, I think one one part is to establish uh, House of Black as a threat, which I think is really crucial at this point to do. And on the flip side, uh, uh, position them as, a, as the team to beat. Uh, in regards to these uh, upcoming trios uh, belts, you know, I think it's uh, yeah. Let's let's do it. I, 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 I outside of this, I think this match is going to be outstanding. Like yes. you, you, uh, you can't good. have all these people in the ring and just not have it blow the roof off. I would start the the pay per view with this match personally. Ooh. This is the one I kick it off with. Yeah. Great point. Warren Hayes saying the real winners, the fans in this one, but we're the real sure. winners because Bill Bodkin's here. What do you got? This is true. Um, yeah, so there's so much mileage left on this. And I think that the death triangle has just been snake bitten for years just because of injuries and Pac with his, you know, visa status and travel and all sorts of stuff. So it's been a pain, but to why, you know, because I think that's what stalled House of Black because they want to finish this feud off and they don't have a strong enough team to go against because everyone's kind of doing something right now. Um, they had a, they had an incredible trios match with Eric Redbeard stepping in. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that Redbeard didn't get a contract after that, I was stunned. And, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see him in Ring of Honor. Um, but I think this match is going to be amazing. Yes. Uh, House of Black's going to win, but we have so many singles matches out of this we haven't done. There's Buddy Matthews has not had a singles match yet in AEW, as far as I know. Him versus Pac, him versus Phoenix, him versus Pentagon. We haven't got um, – uh, maybe he did. I could be wrong. Um, he might have done one on Elevation or something. I think he did one on Rampage. Uh, yeah, I might have missed it. I apologize. So um, they, they you haven't had Malachi versus Phoenix or Malachi versus Pac, Brody King versus the world. I why I said about Wardlow versus Shingo. I really think while just thinking about this, if we're going to do any trios match at Forbidden Door, it's going to be Naito, Hiromu and Shingo, the LIJ versus House of Black. I think that they match up really well together. Those those six. Uh, so I think that's where they go with it because you can't do a New Japan show without House of Black on it. I'm sorry. Two of the guys are already in New Japan with Brody, Buddy Matthews and I think is did some freelance stuff and Brody does stuff full time for them. So put them together. This match is going to be great. And I think by the end of the year, House of Black is going to be the top faction because Pinnacle's done. Jericho Appreciation Society, I think, is solidly in the mid card. It'll be Blackpool Combat Club and house of black and those will be the feuding factions by the end of the year and that will be fucking incredible yes it will very very well said i agree and guys thank you so much for staying up late with us and staying so long and, and listening to our picks i think th- is this the point where kimmy yells at me or is it time for our main event no you did really good i'm really oh, proud of you I, I get a gold oh. star the, thank you kimmy. the internet the internet did you very well there, oh, there it is there <laughs> it's it is. the backhanded compliment event. that's it i like how like so nice but also so condescending yeah. Yeah. kimmy i'm so proud of you always a heel thank you so much always you taught heel. me so well oh oh well, yeah i believe it uh, we have a lot to say about this one. And, guys, thank you again for watching. Uh, we'll take it home right now. Bill, I'm going to let you speak last on this one because I know Hangman's your guy. I just uh, bought his T-shirt. 
the one he came out with. I, I saw your tweet. I yeah. I'm just like, fuck, I got to buy this T-shirt. 20% off right now. There you go. Um, use the code. Use the code. I forget what it is. D-O-N? Maybe? D-O-N. Yeah. That's it. Um, it's B-I-L-L. Uh, it's only wish. So Tell me I've had some good ideas. This has been the conversation as of late in the media on Busted Open. I feel like you and I have been talking about this for a while now. It's it's similar, not quite, but to the Thunder Rosa thing. It's we knew Hangman was going to win the title. He was, you know, from day one, and we've talked to Bill at length about it. Yeah, a very big moment for Hangman. Very big moment for the AW title and for the company as a whole. Very well deserved. But the question, what's next? Again, when you we, we keep asking this with AEW in, in certain situations with a lot of the current champions, the 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 feud with Punk, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's money. Yeah, it's the marquee. It's one of the marquees. <sighs> big T. Big T. Welcome in uh, saying CM Punk all the way. We'll talk about that very soon. CM Punk versus Hangman. Again, it's like what Bill always says. It's, it's First of all, the match is going to be great. It's the marquee. I'm here for it. But Hangman, what is connecting me to Hangman? And I know, Bill, you have your reasons. But what are what is connecting me to Hangman right now? Uh, why am I, you know, there's no reason to hate him. But what is investing me into this besides CM Punk's work on the mic, as always? Because when they're out there in the ring, even tonight, I'm like, all right, like, get me invested in, in the, it doesn't even need to be a story. Get me invested into this match outside of it just being the marquee match. Because Punk is eating him alive on the mic. And you knew he would. What about like again? It's it's almost similar to the Serena Deep. Like he's getting these little one liners in, but what is endearing me to Hangman Page right now as your champion? Like, and I think maybe this hypothetical win over CM Punk is is what's going to do it. Maybe the show of respect from Punk after the match. Like I feel like yeah, it would make sense to put the title on Punk, but this is is a match that Hangman desperately needs. He desperately needs this win. I'm going to pick Hangman. But what is making me root for like? Why am I invested in Hangman Page? I mean, I like Hangman a lot. No disrespect, but why is he the the like? This match is the main event, but why is he like the main event guy? Like, why am I wanting him to beat CM Punk? Or maybe I shouldn't. I'm just I'm not all in on this. No, no pun intended. Help me out. I, I think also too. I don't think any of this is is on Hangman. I think it's more so like we talked about with. Uh, Thunder Rosa with Jurassic Express where like the champions, some of the champions aren't really pushed to the forefront. This segment with him and Punk should have ended the show. I feel like a lot of times with Hangman, he comes out in the beginning or he comes out in the middle. You're the world champion. I feel like with the world champion should be closer to the end of the show Great point. or that should be one of the last things you see. He should be one of the most important people on the show. And I feel like they're not presenting him as such. And that's not to say that he, because it's not on him. I think Hangman is great. Uh, I didn't really know about Hangman until I started watching AEW, and he's really grown on me. I love his story. I love the redemption. I love the whole thing with him and Kenny Omega. I feel like AEW hasn't really, again, pushed him to the forefront, but uh, this match with him and Punk is going to be very good. Uh, it's just like the feud with him and Cole. I think I think Hangman needs this win. I think he's going to still have a long reign. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Hangman. Yeah, and, and we're very much on the on the same page, Warren. I'm very interested to see where you're at on this. Um, I you know I'm I'm very I'm very pro I'm very sports based in my wrestling. Right, this is this is where I lean in the hardest. So when I when I and 
I don't mean any disrespect. After all, you are the hosts of the show. No, please. But, but I, <laughs> I do it all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. They invite you all the time. All right. Well, here we go. You start. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, what I hear is like, well, how am I invested in Adam Page one and so forth? It's like Adam Page has been one of AEW's long, longest storytelling bumps in, 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 in since the induction of the company. Yeah. From his, his entire title reign as champion started when he started teaming with Kenny Omega and didn't get along with the Bucks anymore. That's where it all culminated to. It was something that lasted about 18 months. And I'm still... I That built Hangman for me. I got to know Hangman throughout his alcoholic phase, through yeah. his I have no friends phase, through then his his association with the Dark Order where you're like, there you go, buddy, you know, and ultimately, you know, defeats Kenny Omega. That still carries. And if anything, everything that's happening right now with Paige makes absolute sense. Because he's been, because CM Punk popped in last August and yeah, has overshadowed everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's CM Punk, right? I think we, you know, there's no other argument to, 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 to happen there. So recently he's been mad. He's been bitter. He's been pissed off a little. And he's fed up of this guy hanging around. Is that, oh yeah, you want my title? Well, you know, you, you can't just walk, waltz in here and take it. And the promo he cut tonight was absolutely amazing. P Punk's counterpoint, fantastic. But uh, Hangman tonight essentially saying, we see backstage the devil that is CM Punk. And we, we've heard all the stories as wrestling fans. We've heard them. From Ring of Honor and his attitude in 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 in, in, in WWE and you know how we the Colt Cabana stuff like we've heard and the stuff all with Eddie Kingston too the stuff with Eddie Kingston we great. know all these stories yeah. we know he's we know how he used to be if this is a redemption run for him God bless you know but that will always be part of the specter of CM Punk right yeah. even though he comes out. On national television with women's rights t-shirts and you applaud him for it with reason that that you know if you have a platform and you want to use it for that kind of good go right ahead but Paige bringing in this 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 wrinkle this look I you come out here you do your thing but I know you I see you backstage when the red dot is off on the cameras right I see this stuff so there's there's something simmering because he said it straight out tonight. I built this place. I was I'm a no gem here from the start. You come in and you want to tear this apart. That's not going to happen. And I can get behind that. And yeah. then on top of that, here's and and you know it's like oh well his run hasn't been all this. He defeated Kenny Omega, yeah, the undefeatable Kenny Omega for the title. He went the distance with Brian Danielson. Then fought him again and beat him. He took on Lance Archer in a Lance Archer style match and won. Yeah. He defeated Adam Cole, who is a top guy in the company. Whatever, no, no matter what anyone will try to tell you, he is a top guy in the company. Not once, but twice. No one's going to sit here and tell me that Adam Page's run in AEW has been bad. Oh, it's definitely and a, not. And, and, a, and, and on top of that, 
he doesn't come out every week and cut you know promos every week but that's not what he's for because when he does come out and cut a promo it's meaningful Uh. it's full of it's full of real it's full of things that you can relate to because it's it's basic stuff it's his feud with cm punk pro wrestling 101 challenger wants the title champ is like nah you're not gonna get it and he's ready to fight this guy who he doesn't like and we've been wondering what's his problem with cm punk we found out tonight what his problem with cm punk is you cm punk you come out you're two-faced there's a devil there's a devil to cm punk and i see it and AEW is my home you've been all around the block you've cut all sorts of problems you've done your pipe bombs and whatnot but this is my home this is my place i think Absolutely, he retains. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. 100% he retains. Because it's MJF who's taking the belt off of him. There it is. Wow. Yeah. There, Warren, very well said. And I'm notoriously, <clears throat> like, very, very well said. And I am notoriously not a CM Punk guy. That being said, he has oh. always made it interesting. Oh. He has always been very captivating. But for the reasons you said just now, like, I've, I've heard the backstage stuff. I've, I've talked to people that worked at ROH, and, and they were kind of happy that he wasn't there you know and this is just what, what i've heard and, and talked about and uh kingston talks about it all the time yeah and i like what you said the red lights on like so i don't disagree with you my problem is the way you just explained it gave me more like you made me more excited for the match like what you just said right now made me understand it better than i think what i saw tonight maybe i didn't connect but you and- you personally spelled it out maybe it just went over my head and no, but here's the thing is that I don't blame you. And, and here's, the, here's the thing. Like, I think this is what it boils down to is what, what connects you with pro wrestling, right? AEW is not a perfect promotion, but what they tend to do well, they usually do it very well. And it speaks to me. So, you know, outside of having, you know, long-winded programs, you know, with week in and week out, oh, we're having an arm wrestling competition yeah, tonight. Yeah. And I was like, all that as... We're telling a story, you know? This this kind of stuff speaks to me most. What Brian Danielson and John Moxley were doing before the BCC, before Revolution, I was all in on that. I was like, this, this is what pro wrestling is to me. What FTR does, that's what pro wrestling is to me. This connects with me much more than, you know... Uh, other types of wrestling programming out there. I'll just leave it at that. So it's it's fine. Like I think it boils down to a question of what you go what you're able to go and grab out of this. This feels AW dynamite. It feels like home for me. It feels like finally something something that's that's made for me as a pro wrestler. I don't give a shit about the casuals. I really don't. The casuals already have their show. You know what it's called? WWE. That's what it's called. I, th- this is a show for, for me as a pro wrestling fan who's been watching this, you know, since I've been like 10 years old, watching Lutte Internationale on Saturday mornings, watching Ricky Martel and Dino Bravo, right? Like that's, this is, that's what I, this okay. is why I connect with. So, I, like, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like, ah, oh, you're stupid. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely get it. It's, you know, what what speaks to you most. And I think that I think the Adam Page run has been very good. And but I will I will say this is not the penultimate Adam Page title run. He's going to get another one. And that's going to be the barn. Burn. Mm, there you go. Very well said. Very, very well said. And, and a lot of people in the chat uh, agreeing with you right now, Warren. But this is why you're here, man. Very much appreciate it. Bill, I'm going to let you take it home. But first, the goodest sister. I want you to weigh in on this. 
Right. So first of all, you got to say what we say at Elite POV, which is fuck the casuals. That's the first thing you got to say. Okay. Had I known. I <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. It, we do, we do not express the uh, the views of. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I do. Listen, I do. We listen, love everybody. Listen, just got to say what my team says, you know? Okay, so first of all, um, I don't want to get a lot of hate for this. So, so first thing I'm going to say, I sounded very negative tonight. I love AEW. I love WWE. I watch everything. Yeah, I'm I prefer a wrestling fan, yeah. Jimmy loves yeah. wrestling. Literally your channel. I know. Yeah. I prefer the Wednesday night programming than watching Rollins lose every single week. You know, but first of all, I had to. He's dying over there. Okay, so first of all, my first problem is, and I'm really upset that we haven't talked about this, the TNT title as of right now is not getting defended, and that will be the second pay-per-view in a row where it has not been defended. And I find a very big, I know, I think things are going to change, but as of right now, I find a very big problem with that because one of the first things Tony promised was every title would be defended on every pay-per-view. And this is where I go with WWE fans because of the fact that all of you complained that the United States Championship and the Intercontinental championship are not dependent on every pay-per-view the ic title has not been defended since wrestlemania 37 on a pay-per-view which is horrendous it's horrible i don't know what Vince is doing i don't remember the last time the u.s title has been defended but if you're gonna shit on wwe for doing it you damn well better shit on AEW for doing the same damn thing do not play bias towards one company that's my first problem my second problem is i hate this adam page title run i think it fucking sucks i hate it phil i'm so sorry please do not kill me please don't kill me if you you i'm about to go downstairs get a whiskey and just don't go all someone get kimmy and always a heel shirt right now go ahead kimmy me. She's on oh, a no, roll. I'm, I'm, no, I'm scared. Bill's like eyeing me. I'm really scared right now, so I'm just gonna say that Hangman is gonna win. <laughs> no, you were owning it. No, no, I'm no, no, I'm done. I'm done. Right. Bill's gonna no, kill I was gonna, me. I was gonna, gonna say. So what? No. What, a, what about the title run that has it? Yeah, you just don't. Like I look but, at but I look at Kenny Omega every single week. Who came out every single week? He cut an amazing promo. He had a match. What pages? Should, it's it's my same problem with Thunder Rosa. But, what has Thunder Rosa done since she's won title? She has just cut promos. That's why you get body like, slammed. Paige has wrestled. I know. Paige has wrestled. That's fantastic. But what makes his title run outstanding? It doesn't. He hasn't done anything. What has he done that stands out? Bill's really going to kill me, and I'm really I, scared. So I just I'm don't just... understand. Like, you, you watch the show. I do. With and, you, we talk about it. Yeah, so and I remember you saying, wow, that, that 60-minute draw was great. Yes. You, you liked the Brian match. I know you don't like Lance Archer, so put that out. You liked him versus Adam Cole mm-hmm. both times. Mm-hmm. So for me, to, for, so the disconnect is you're, it sucks. This isn't like when they put the belt on Rey Mysterio and he just got the oh, crap. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, I don't understand where the disconnect is where you love the matches and he's wrestled at least once or twice a month. He's come out and cut really good promos with Adam Cole. He's come out and cut really good promos with CM Punk and Brian Danielson. So I don't understand where I can understand. You're like, hey, it's not for me, but I don't get the it fucking sucks. Like, I don't understand the disconnect there. I feel like he could be doing more like, yeah, you can have great matches. Anyone can have great matches. What makes you stand out? To me, Adam Page every week on Dynamite's not standing out. Where I looked at a champion like Kenny Omega, I looked at a champion like Chris Jericho. He stood out to me on Dynamite. Adam Page is not. It's like, to me, looking at the Double or Nothing card, I am looking more forward to other matches and not the world title. And if you're selling me a paper, you're supposed to be selling me on the main event. And, like, yes, the promos tonight were good. They were. But I I'm not. Disagree. I, I think I, I know. Think I, I'm just going to go cry in the corner right now. I, th- I think guys. a pay per view. <laughs> I, I, well, well, there is a solid argument to be made. Like you know, your main title should should main event and should get you excited. 
it's whatever it's whatever ter- floats your boat in regards to a true, to a pay per view, yeah. right? It's like if 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 it's if it's MJF and Wardlow, which arguably I think it's a lot. It's that's the match for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, that's the match. Really perfect. Yeah, that, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, you know, come for come for Wardlow, come for for Wardlow MJF, but uh, you know, stay for for. For, for Paige and CM Punk, which is likely going to be a kick-ass it's, main it's event. It's going to be know? really good. Let's. Uh, I, I want to let Bill take it home, and I think uh, yes. I just we're showing it right now. It, it is a little bit of a polarizing topic uh, here on the show. Uh, people saying Kimmy is my hero. People saying Warren has a great point. Uh, the Danish wrestling nerd welcome in says Adam Page is not selling it as a champ. Very interesting. So, so this is kind of split down the middle. Uh, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, that, that's why I prefaced it before because I don't think this is this is Hangman's fault. I feel like, like I said, a lot of the champions, they just they're not they don't feel as important, even though they should. And that's not that's not a knock on them because Paige is at the end of the day he's he's been main eventing all the pay per view since he's won the title, kick ass matches. Like we've seen a bunch of them live, they look great. He cuts great promos. I just feel like AEW with their champions, besides Jade, doesn't really put them at the forefront. I keep saying that; it's not like a broken record, but they don't really make them feel as important. I don't understand why. Or I feel like Hangman should be towards the end of the show, or should be closing the show because he's the world champion. There are things I don't know, that maybe that's be... a lost start uh, nowadays. No, I mean, there I don't there know, are things but... that can be done better, and when you have feuds like uh, Warren's had, like MJF and Warblow that are nearly perfect, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to, to go against it. A good problem to have, though. But yeah. Bill, I want to throw it to you, man. I want you to take it home. And guys, thanks for staying up so late. Thanks for coming on the podcast too, Bill. You talked about Adam Page, uh, one of our favorite um, segments you had, where you talked about Love the mental it, health man. aspect. Uh, you talked about Cowboy. You know what? You talked about uh, <laughs> alcohol, uh, alcoholism, all that yeah. very serious stuff, man. I know he is one of your favorites, man. Go to redemption. Um, he means a lot to you, just like you know Johnny means a lot to, yeah. to Nunez, man. And, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Uh, I would love to hear what you have to say about this. So I think the conception that the champion has to, um, you know, be in the last segment, he has to be the dominant figure on a show, I think is such – and this is not a knock on anyone on the show. Okay. It is such a WWE brained way to think because okay. for a lot of you guys, Kimmy and Rob in particular, because I know Rob, when you started WWE was the dominant. That's the only thing on TV. Yeah. And now Kimmy, you watch TNA. So it's, it's different, but TNA very much, especially when they got to spike and especially when they got under, under Hogan and Bischoff oh, very God. much modeled themselves after we're WWE. So I think the, the notion that, Hangman can't come out in segment two, go out there with the guy I think who will solve the TNT title problem and the, the Cinnabon got himself, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita, who I think Ooh. is the fucking man. Uh, and I think would be a great TNT champion. Uh, not the first person and certainly not the last person to think that. No, um, he can go out there and have a great match with anyone, but the AEW's thing with why isn't he up front and why isn't he there? Because they want to make him special. CM Punk's going to wrestle a lot more because they want to get ratings, but I get, so I get that. That's why you're opening the show with them. You want them that. And they want to get their mileage out of them too. Yeah. Get your mileage out of these older guy. And also, by the way, you're going to capture that big bang theory audience, you know, so you're going to put Adam Cole and CM Punk in the openers, but hangman, you don't want to burn this guy out and look what he's done every single time. When I grew up, cause I'm 40 and I'll play the old man card. When I grew up, 
Hulk Hogan never wrestled on TV unless it was yeah. Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Ric Flair, if he wrestled, he knocked the crap out of a guy just to prove a point and just be like, here, I'm just selling how great I am. He didn't wrestle. They wrestled on the house shows. They didn't wrestle on TV. In the Attitude Era, it was all different. You had to have every champion on all the time because ratings, 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 and that mold hasn't been broken. So I think there are weeks where you don't need. Now, I agree. Thunder Rosa, the way she's been used incorrectly, 100%. I think there's a way you can work with how Jungle Boy, I, I positioned my theories on how you can make that work. I think Hangman has been placed really well. I think he comes out. You see the reactions he gets when he comes out. Yeah, he's still, he gets a big pop. They're yeah. thunderous. If he was not an important champion, people wouldn't care. And that's the sure. thing. And I think if AEW list, they do for the most part listen to the fans. And if people weren't behind Adam Page and he just was, it was just a fart in church every time he came out. They're taking that belt off him. Yeah, that's true. So. Kenny was a more of a sports and especially they lean and Jericho, the two that Kimmy mentioned more sports entertainment oriented, more angle oriented, more character and comedy oriented. And so Kimmy, maybe that's what you liked about those title runs more. Whereas hangman is more of a, I'm just going to come out and kick your ass type of champion. He's more going to wrestle. He's going to just come out and talk. It's a different push and a different uh, positioning from when he was in the chase. They really wanted to build the emotion of Hangman Page. They wanted to do that. And I think they brought this back around in here where he was like, I was going to come out. I was going to fight you. I was going to do what you did. I was going to give you a pipe bomb. I'm not stooping to your level because I think you're petty and I think you're sad. I'm not. I'm going to play my game. And his game is I'm going to beat the shit out of you because that's what I do. I beat the shit out of Brian and Cole and Archer. And guess what? I'm going to do it to you. And that's what he's going to do. Because what's Punk's best thing? Mind games. And look at how even Punk positioned himself. Look at Punk's body language. Yeah, yeah. Really cozying up to Tony Schiavone. Hands behind his back. And aw shucks. And what did he have to say? I just want to say I love everybody. Blah, blah, blah. I think we are minutes away from the summer of Punk heel turn. And that's why I'm oh, yeah. like, on the fence of could he have the title? Because I have two scenarios that all end up running the same way. If Hangman loses to Punk, I think what the smart money is at Graham's Grand Slam, Eddie Kingston beats CM Punk. And then very shortly after, MJF shits on everyone's parade and takes the belt from Eddie Kingston. Or you have MJF beat Hangman and then the guy to finally shut up MJF is Eddie Kingston, because I think Eddie Kingston deserves the title in some shape or form. That's how I go from it. Rob, you're looking at me like I have six heads. No, I, 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 I don't hate I love Eddie. I, I didn't think of him in this equation quite yet. Very interesting. Yeah, because I think Eddie is, again, here's another guy you have a certain amount of mileage on. He is, he's, as much as Punk wants to make himself AEW's Terry Funk, it's Eddie Kingston. Who's AEW's? Air, Literally Terry, wore a Terry Eddie. Funk shirt tonight. <laughs> he is the broke down old man, almost, almost retired a hundred times on his last leg, on his last time, killing himself every time he goes out there. That's the guy you want to win, beat MJF or have MJF beat because that's going to get the most emotional response. And M, an AEW, WWE is about moments. AEW is about emotion. 
And that's what I think the great thing here is. That's why I'm very torn. But I honestly think, and this is just another Bill Bodkin's Wild West Theory show here. Love it. I Keep think, shooting, Tex. I think that Hangman is going to win. This drives Punk crazy, and he fully goes heel. But the end of the show, coin drop, Okada comes out, holds the belt. He is not booked in Japan this weekend. Points at Hangman. We got our main event for Forbidden Door. Now, do you think that this is a multi-match feud with, with Punk and Hangman? or I don't know because I haven't thought that far in advance. <laughs> but I just I, I had the Okada thing, and it could be a video or it could be in person. But I really think like they want if you want to set up champion versus champion, Hangman and Okada, Jesus jump in Christ. Just put it in my veins. It's going to be so good. <laughs> And everyone will go ballistic because I think AEW does one thing. It's like, you know how we end a pay-per-view? We're bringing someone you don't know who the fuck it's going to be, or we're going to bring somebody out, or you pretty much know who it's going to be, and we're going to bring them out. And you, sorry, go ahead. No, I didn't mean to interrupt, Bill. I thought you were done. No, I, I just think that if is it going to be a series with Hangman? It could be. Okay. Um, maybe one more match, one more violent match, yeah. a bull rope match, a Texas death. Ma- I know. You know what? Fuck Texas death match. They've done too many of them. A bull rope match, an old fashioned cowbell in the middle. We're going to bleed to death type of match. I don't really want anyone to die. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, bleed I to death in a safe way. Yes. But I think that could be the ultimate. That match is ultimately where Punk goes over and he fully goes heel. And then you're in a very weird position of, okay, who does Punk go to next? Who's the baby face that goes after him? Because to me, that would have been Cody Rhodes. Oh, you know, the guy who ran out of people to fight in AEW? My fucking ass. Like he, he, he could have fought a heel Punk and a face Cody. That he could have made Cody get over. I think he could have got him over as a face, but that's not going to happen. So it could be anybody. So it's very interesting. I think Eddie Kingston actually would be great. In that again. Can we add on five minutes, Bob, or are we? Are Dude, we done? for you, no, I don't want to keep you, man. Yeah, please, please go yeah. by all means, I mean, please. Look, I appreciate everyone still sticking around because, look, I think I, I think there's a question here of just AEW is an embarrassment of riches, yes. which is why we're having this type of conversation, right? Where we're having. Why isn't the the title is it like MJF and CM Punk leading into Revolution overshadowed everything? Yeah. But what are you gonna do? You know. And then on top of that, then you have you have Brian Danielson. Then you have John Moxley. Then you yeah. have Chris Jericho. Then you, I mean, and then you have the young guys. The young guys that that, that you, then you have Darby. You have you have Jungle Boy. You have uh, uh, Hook. Like it's the promotion is literally an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. So this is these are very interesting conversations to have because it's like it should be this, it should be that, but you've got so much to pick from and so much to get excited about that. And like anyway, but Bill opened the forbidden door. I'm going right through it. I believe, however, I this is what I believe because I hadn't realized. You're right. Like the the heavyweights are not in Japan right now. They're 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 not they're not booked right now. I hadn't thought of that. But I, the reason, see, I'm going towards Forbidden Door. The reason I'm thinking Hangman Page, my double down on why Hangman Page retains the title is because I think the biggest match you can book for Forbidden Door is Kazuchika Okada versus CM Punk. I think that is the biggest name match. Is it, would I perhaps prefer to see 
Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Yeah, most likely, most likely, but name value, something that will drive pay-per-view buys, that will get that will get people both in Japan and in North America to go like, holy shit, okay? Because you know in Japan they've heard of CM Punk, right? You know, they, they know who this guy is. So this is where, this because they want to push, they, they, they hit a record, right? 200,000 pay-per-view buys for All Out 2021. They yeah. want to go over 200K for this. They absolutely do. And they have to. It's a joint pay-per-view. They're splitting the money, right? No one's... It, it's not going 100% into one person's pouch, right? So so on name value only. The show sold out. They don't... Like, they can book... All they have to do now is book a show that people will want to buy from the comfort of their homes, will pay 60 bucks to watch it. That's what they want to do at this point. And I think there's not a bigger match than this. And I think that if you put the titles, if you involve the world titles in this, oh yeah, I, IWGP, AEW, Gato and Tony Khan will not be able to see eye to eye. I don't want my champion doing the job. I don't want my champion doing the job. Take the titles off of the equation, you're good to go. You, now you now you have a match. Now you're like, yeah, okay, where are we going with this, right? And then you have Paige have a. Why not have like a you know a title for title match with uh, Jay White, which would also rock? Because Dominion's coming up before uh, on on June twelfth. I'm convinced Okada's dropping the title. Convinced. I think he's going into Forbidden Door free as a bird, so he can fight CM Punk. I'm convinced because it's the only way these guys, Khan and Gato, will be able to sit down and see eye to eye and decide this. My guy's going over. Uh, such a shame we don't get Kenta. I, I was just about to say, it's, uh, Reese in the chat said Okada over Kenta. Well, oh yeah, oh god, yes. You do that for the next show. Mm. Okada, 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 Okada at the at the uh, the the Washington D.C. show that they ran two weeks ago. He was in a tag team there. match. He comes out, people erupt. They're on their feet. The the North American audience. Want to see Kazuchika Okada, oh, belt or not? And he comes out in a tag team match, you know, with fucking Rocky Romero. No disrespect, but I mean, you know, it's like the people didn't pay money to see Rocky fight. God bless them. They paid to see Okada. He comes out, he gets, he gets the the star treatment. Of course, that's what you want. I don't think there's a bigger match. I, I was going to do the shameless promo. We're actually working with Rocky Romero, Pro Wrestling Magic, this Saturday at the no, Mecca. That, that that guy. Said, He's no, the no, smartest man in wrestling. I love Rocky. Rocky's fantastic. Don't Rocky. get me wrong. It's just like, look, you mean, have you I, worked I, with I could Rocky? be wrong. Like there, there could be a certain percentage of people who were there. It was like, I'm I bought this ticket to see Rocky Romero. Sure, of course, you know, but. It's you know, also, overall. you notice they took the casino battle royale off this because I think they're going to put that at uh, that's going to be at uh, Forbidden Door. Oh, interesting. So every, interesting. They did that at the garden. Kimmy, you were at the garden, right? Yeah. Everyone got a huge pop from New Japan except for Yoshihashi, where everyone's like, ah, neat. You showed up. Oh, boy. Poor, poor well, on that note, guys, uh, thank you again for staying up. But before we get out of here, we are all about that shameless, shameless promo here on the BCP War. And I'm going to let you start because I really am a big fan of your show and your takes. Uh, you really are ahead of your time, man. You have some great sound bites, some great theories. Uh, and you look at it from all angles, man. Tell everyone where they can follow you, leave the reviews, uh, social media, all that good stuff. 
Well, it all happens on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. I do two promo of uh, two promos. Yes, I do a bunch of promos actually, but I do two podcasts a week. The main you should one do being two promos a week. Yeah, just a good, just a couple. The main one being uh, the Mr. Warren Hayes show, uh, which records live on Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can come check that out this week. Uh, uh, slower news week this week, nonetheless, but uh, uh, updates on the on the Best of Super Juniors Cup uh, tournament. It's not a cup, it's a tournament. There's a trophy. There's no cup. What am I talking about? Uh, I've <laughs> been watching, I promise. Uh, so I'll be doing, at the very least, those types of updates. So come check that out. And I also have another podcast called Hot Shakes and Hand Dogs, which I co-host with nice. Sean Taggart, where we, oh, we go over the wild, wacky world of independent wrestling. Uh, where we review shows, talk about news going on. And uh, so all you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. You won't miss a thing. Or you can also follow me on Twitter at Mr. Warren Hayes. And also follow us at bell bells Women's Wrestling Wire, youtube.com slash bell-to-bells for all the great interviews that we conduct with the fantastic women of professional wrestling from top to bottom. Uh, or on Twitter at bell to bells Love it. And uh, guys in the chat saying Warren is the YouTube wrestling icon. I agree with that. Uh, the Danish wrestling nerds say, please drop some links. I will put some links in the description so you can follow you Warren. Will play Zelda. Yeah, that's it. Uh, at Mr. Warren Hayes, of course. And Warren, thank you for making the time, man. Yeah, we love thank having you so you much, here, man. man. Oh, thank you for having me on. This is, of course. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. It, it won't be the last time. I can't wait. No one. But we have to talk to the goodest sister because I know she's got a lot to promote. What do you got? I don't want to go long, so we're not going to do everything. Um, so basically, <laughs> I'll go. Okay, so icons <laughs> August sixth. I can't announce who I'm working with yet because it's not announced yet. So it has to be hush hush secret. But all I could say is that Chelsea Green and Penelope are announced, so I could say that. Can't announce the big guest. Anyway. Um, but, like I said, House of Black, Baltimore, Celeb Fest 5. We are going bigger. We are going better. We, I, I will say, Chad, thank you so much for letting me work with Sting. And Gilbert, who kills every signing he does. Um, I know you were pressuring me to finish that line in three hours, and I finished it in two and a half. Thank God, because if that didn't happen, there would have been a lot of angry Sting fans. Yeah, and th thank you, Chad, just for everything. Thank that, you, Chad. That, that's, Celeb Great Fest job. was amazing. Chad Clark is my new favorite vendor. Shh, don't tell anyone else. Uh, but also Russell Bash 22. I would love to thank the Asylum for letting me work with them because they made me my own poster. And I'd love to thank every promoter for uh, the wonderful other uh, controversial poster that went out there that I replaced the headliner on. Thanks, Ed. You're the best boss I could ever ask for. But yeah, Russell Bash 22. They just announced today that King Booker will be one of the headliners. That's yes. fun. And I've been told two names I might be working with. One, one is really cool, and he sticks his thumb up. And the other one is just too sweet. You know, I try. Nice. But Thank besides... Thanks. But besides that, I'll just say that you could check out me and Kyle's new show, The K-Squared Observer, where we're talking about all wrestling rumors or when Kyle and I just fight because someone gave us a platform to do so. Very proud to be a part of the Elite POV family. So you can check that out on Patreon slash Elite POV. And I'll also just say that Warriors of Wrestling is running June 11th. So check that out at Fun Station. And that is all. Yay. And I'm talking to Tony Khan tomorrow. 
There you go. In, Proud of you, Kimmy. Great job. Hours. Great job, Kimmy. Killing it. Staying humble. I love it. Bill, what do you got? Take it oh, to that course. silver fox over there. Kimmy, Kimmy's also, I'd just like to say, Kimmy's going to be taking over the popbreak.com social media. She's going to be our new social media editor. She's going to be taking over Instagram and Twitter. She's going to do a great job. I'm really well, happy thanks. that she she threw her hat into the ring for that because uh, I have to stop doing everything. Because <laughs> 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 I do way too much. Um, I'm going to make my plugs short and sweet because I just want to Put something out there real quick. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Bodkin Writes. I'm the editor-in-chief of thepopbreak.com. We've been doing this for 13 years. Everything about movies, TV, music, pro wrestling, anime, comic books, uh, podcasts, you name it, we do it. Uh, I'm the host of Socially Distanced Podcast. We drop on all your favorite platforms on Friday. Follow Pop Break on Twitter at the Pop Break and at the Pop Break on Instagram. But I want to use this moment. Um, I've, I've done on every podcast I've done is May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, if you've ever seen me on the BCP, you're like, hey, Bill's the funny guy who drinks a lot. Oh, wow. He must have he must be all put together. He seems like he's a barrel of monkeys. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that um, hide behind a mask, and I was definitely one of them. Um, I am someone who suffers from uh, severe depression and anxiety. Uh, you wouldn't know it if you met me, but there are a lot of us out there who uh, don't talk about it or didn't talk about it, I should say. And for those of you out there who are going through it right now, it can be very lonely. Uh, you can not want to be a burden to people and talk about it, or you don't think people can help you. And I could tell you three years ago, I almost walked away from everything I have in my life. And uh, I reached out to someone. Um, I talked to my wife and one of my couple of my closest friends, and they got me the help I needed. And even this year, I got even more help because I was going through severe anxiety and panic attacks that was affecting me both physically and mentally. So if you say, hey, that Bill, he's, uh, he's all put together. I'm not. So it can be hard to reach out to somebody and talk to somebody about what you're going through. But I can tell you from experience, actually doing it is one of the greatest things that you can do. Really and if you're not somebody, if you're doing okay right now, it's okay to reach out to a friend that you haven't heard from in a while, because even the strongest people, you think the people who are the strongest might be going through some of the worst. So let's just, it's been a rough few years, so we can all get through this together. And, uh, you know, I can say that Rob has been a great friend through helping me through it. Um, has always been having my back for that. So I always thank Rob for that, even though I bust his balls in every possible chance because it is so fucking easy. Uh, <laughs> I am so vicious, but also very vivacious at the same time. Wow. wow. That's all I mean. Don't, don't let this hand sit. Oh, I know. Um, I don't know what the third one would be. It's, um, Victorious. It's, very, it's a very Vicky situation. What can I tell you? But anyway, um, that's what I want to say is just like, there is help out there if you need it. And um, I'm at Bodkin Rights. And if you are going through it and you just need a, an ear to listen to, you can DM me. It's always open. So thanks. Bill's the best therapist, by the way. Just love Hashtag dad instincts, man. Hashtag so silver fox. Look at that it. guy over there. Well, listen, first off, I have been catcalled that before in my life. <laughs> yeah, right. And I said what I was, was sorry. Right. I was and very I'm, sorry. I'm sorry I was also that. called a dilf one I'm time. I'm sorry about that. that and it won't happen oh, again. Boy. Yeah. But Warren and I can, you know, listen. It, it it pays off in the end, but listen. There's, there's yes, there's magic to it. Kristen really, 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 really likes my hair. Yeah, That's my it. wife said. I, someone said you should dye your hair in front of my wife, and she said you need to learn to shut up. My wife. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You got yourself a good. You guys got some good women shout right there. Out, You're shout blessed, out to man. this podcast. Right. That's it. Hey guys, thank you so much uh, for making so the much. time. Great, great time. And guys, like we always say here on the BCP, everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace. Go hangman. <laughs> <laughs>